Wonderful, beautiful people of Earth, welcome to another edition of Geektastic Cypher here on Free Agents Media. I am your host, Brian Holiday, coming to you from a dark cave. Let me brighten this up a bit so you guys can see my wonderful face. And for those of you who are listening, you can hear my incredible voice. Um, with us, as always, the, the the everlasting Deadpool fan, the the host with the I would say the most, but let's be honest, you're not, and I don't mean that in a mean way. Right here. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean, Dave. It's just you know, you're, you're an average Joe at most. Oh, I'm teasing, buddy. No. <laughs> You've been on the show for 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 what? How many years have you been on the show now? Three at least. Jesus, has it been that long? God, we need to get rid of you. Um, uh, t- yeah, see, I was waiting for you to react. And then we got our uh, our, our wonderful guest host this week, Miriam Khan. Thank you, thank you. We see you uh, already abusing Dave as per usual. We have to. You have to. I mean, I need to make my own show, a better show. On a no. show like this where the focus, we try and focus a little bit on people of color, you kind of just got to have your white buddy punching bag who knows it's a joke and understand oh. that we appreciate him. I'm a token white guy. I've accepted that. Yeah, see, he there you go. He knows it. He knows it. He loves it. He gets it. We appreciate him for it. Um, Amazing. When we when we were looking to give everyone titles for the collective, um, we, we Dave was listed as uh, head of diversity. And <laughs> and uh, it, as much as that was a joke, it was one of my favorites when we gave him that title because it was just like, any if if anyone did try to contact him specifically to discuss diversity for the free agents media, they'd be like, so these black kids who are running this podcast collective have a white accountant as their <laughs> diversity hire. <laughs> and I, I that joke to me that the punchline there when people realize what's going on just makes me happy that's what it is yeah so amazing um, amazing <laughs> how you been miriam i've been good you know i've been in lockdown i finally figured out this mic uh how to set it up so i've just been winning you know like i can't can't complain Okay. We're in lockdown. We're in lockdown. Yeah, Quebec, uh, if you guys haven't realized from all the different, uh, from the multiple weeks of us discussing it, we are in a full lockdown here in Quebec. And, uh, with curfew. Yeah, with a curfew. Curfew. 8 p.m. to like 5 a.m. It's worse than elementary school. <laughs> well, you know, I've been saying from the jump that every time uh, this whole pandemic has felt very much like being in a class where the teacher keeps saying, if you if one more person makes a sound, we're going to stay an extra five minutes and and hundreds and upon hundreds of people have continued to make multiple sounds. And the logo was just like, all right, you're staying inside for a full 28 days. Well, the ghost sucks. Oh yeah, he does. That's um, all I gotta say. Yeah, Lego is like our—I uh, guess you guys would call them a governor. Um, if you're in the states, for us, he's the pr- premier of the of the province, and um, it's kind of unfortunate. I think that he—I uh, mean, it, yeah, he does. He really does, and I think he thinks what he's doing is for the best. But uh, honestly, I don't think he's doing what's for the best. And I'm sure a lot of people are telling him, "Hey, man, you're really messing up." Uh, especially, I mean, I, I know a bunch of people have probably heard the story in Quebec, uh, in Montreal specifically, there was a um, sans domicile fixe, as they say in French, without a fixed home, a uh, homeless man who was unfortunately found uh, dead. He passed away, froze to death inside of a chemical toilet. And um, 
outside because he was trying to stay where he was trying to stay, got shut down for the night and he didn't have anywhere to go. And they are handing out tickets between a thousand to six thousand dollars for anyone who's on the street. And, uh, you know, homeless people were not exempt from this, which was very unfortunate. And uh, he for shelter and to hide and for protection, he you know, decided to sit and stay in that chemical toilet and unfortunately died. And, you know, uh, when and the thing is, the law is still not changed. Oh, actually, they they want a court. They want a court case. Oh, I thought they want a court case. Okay, because yep. I thought they didn't like originally they didn't because Legault's excuse was like, well, anyone can pretend to be homeless. Yo, dude, people are going to do it like yeah, minus really. 10 degree weather, like take on like their expensive winter jackets and be like, yeah, I'm just homeless. Yeah. Oh, I, you don't do that. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I found it. I found it really weird when the argument was that people would pretend to be homeless. Cause I was just like, yes, that's why you have a $6,000 fine in place. If someone pretends to be homeless and you realize that person's pretending, you give them the $6,000 fine and then you make them responsible for paying the $6,000 fine. Instead of telling homeless people, you're not allowed to be out on the streets no matter what. We're going to give you a $6,000 fine because you're homeless. You don't have any uh, fixed income, possibly. Some people do have, some people are. Uh, are, are employed homeless like they have jobs and live in their cars and stuff and you know so to have these kind of crazy excuses from lego where people are going to be faking it it's like homie if that's what you really think is going on in this situation we might need someone else to run the province because we need and not only that it's like i know it's kind of rough to say but being homeless it's like the one thing you can see visually. Like, you know. Well, not everyone. I, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's fine. I mean, because I I I, no, I, I... I think in these circumstances, you would see the difference a bit I, more. I, I don't... I, I honestly, I don't agree with... I think there are people who are homeless in the streets of Montreal that dress better than some of us. I really yeah. do. I think Montreal has... There are people like... There's a guy that used to be on outside of the grocery store where I grew up and every day, you know, he, you know, he looked disheveled and stuff like that. But then there was like every once in a while he would show up brand new shoes, new dress, like new outfit and everything. And he'd be out there and I'd be like, I wouldn't recognize him. And if that, if you saw him that day and had never seen him and didn't know that he stood in front of this grocery store every day, you would have no reason to assume that this person was homeless. So I, I get what you guys are saying. The idea of what we think homelessness is and the and what it is, and especially in winter, yes, it can be pretty bad. And, you know, people are carrying around a lot of their stuff. But I also think there might be a situation where some people, you might not know they're homeless. And but not only that, it's like there's judgment. If you see like, one person all alone in a street they're not really spreading covid versus if you see a group of like 10 people like it's like use your judgment you thank know? you thank you that to me is what seems like the most like if you saw one person by themselves walking around if you want to approach them as a police officer trying to enforce this what feels like a ridiculous situation anyways I understand if you approach them, discuss with them, and they're one person by themselves. If you see crowds of people, that's a problem. If you if you want to follow this person, which already still sounds sketchy, but if you follow this person and this person is going and trying to find somewhere to sleep and they 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 you know roll up in a park, homie, they're homeless. Leave them alone. But if you see this person rolling into from one house, rolling into another house, and then you start noticing other people sneaking into that house, that's a whole different conversation. 
And that's what you should be targeting. You should be trying to stop people from having parties. And, you know, when we hear about community centers having large gatherings in certain parts of Montreal. Well, my, yeah, don't even get me started. Toby, sorry, you were about to waste, say something. Sorry, what? I said it's a waste of resources. 100%. For sure. 100%. And internationals travel is still allowed, and that's where these new variants are coming from. Yeah. And all the schools are open. Like, I understand, yeah. like, for elementary school, like, one of my friends, an elementary school teacher, and she was yeah. like, look, I get having to reopen it. It's very hard for parents, but you can close high schools. Like, they're old enough where yeah. Yeah. they can do their online learning, and they're the ones that are not paying attention or caring about, like, the COVID rules at all. Like, with kids, at least, like, you know, you can still have somewhat of control. Yeah. Good luck having a control on a 15 year old. Yeah. But also real like one of the craziest things, I don't know if you guys have been driving around recently, but I drove the other morning, uh, my dad and I were driving and there was traffic. And I was thinking to myself, why is there traffic right now? Where are all of you people going? We were getting off the highway. That's bad construction rules. Yo, but like getting off the highway, and for those of you who are from Montreal, there's a... What time? 10 a.m. No, but Dave, does it matter? Why is there... No no one's working in their offices. It kind of does, though. Between 5 and 7. Yeah. Then I'd be like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Not just because... Wait, wait. But but, you have to go to work. But then people Wait. are doing like their last moves if they, they are going out. Five okay, between five and seven in the evening, totally fine. You're right. That's fair. But and honestly, between nine and twelve on weekdays. No, that doesn't make sense to me. From nine what? to twelve during a pandemic with a lockdown where no one's allowed to work from an office, where is everyone going? No. I, I would say I could see somewhere between eight and nine because of the few people that do still Thank have to work. You. I could see how that could yeah. happen. But nine to noon, where are they going? Is a bit of a push. What area? What part of Montreal is this? Cote Saint Luke, over uh, the exit, getting off. So is there any construction? No, 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 no. So no construction. It's one of the main exits in the on the highway. If you guys are trying to think of like, uh, you think of one of the like a hub, like a, a major general area, because that exit leads to like multiple neighborhoods. If you turn west, you're going back towards NDG. If you turn east, you're going towards uh, Westmount. If you go north, you're going you're you're going into the heart of the highway area. And if you go south, you're heading back to the other part of NDG. So there, I get it that that exit usually always has traffic. But during a pandemic between nine and noon, when we're not supposed to be outside and no one can work from the office, where was everyone going? I don't, I genuinely don't understand. I like, you know, how, you, fact, I like how you always preface it with during a pandemic. Because <laughs> like it changes anything. I mean, it, I to me, it does. I mean, to, it should, Toby. I'm sorry. It should, like, thank you. It should. It's not something I'm accepting. <laughs> like, sorry, Miriam. No, but fun, but fun fact. Did you know that scientists do not understand the phenomenon of like traffic? Yeah. You know how like you'll have crazy traffic and then all of a sudden the road clears up? Yeah. Like scientists around the world cannot figure it out why. I know. They they was it? They, they can figure out like maybe like fine, everyone's rushing in the car, like one lane. That makes sense. But then you keep driving and then all of a sudden the traffic is gone. Like they don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just that happened to me today. I was driving. Every and it all of a sudden, I kept seeing people breaking in front of me on the highway, and I was just like, "Why is everyone breaking?" And then I thought, "Oh, there must be something up ahead." And then we got past the part where everyone was breaking, and I looked around, and there was nothing there, and we were still flowing. And then it just kept moving, yeah. and I was just like, "I don't, I, 
literally do not understand why it bottlenecked. There was no one merging in. Yeah. There was nothing. We all yeah. people all it just takes, all it takes is for one person to press their brakes. I know. It just, it's like a chain effect. It's it's and during a pandemic, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? It made all, it made all the difference. <laughs> why are you, you still using your brakes during a pandemic? <laughs> you try, guys. I'm Go. not crazy. Okay, but I, something that's a that's pandemic related. We we've seen all the talk about the vaccines and everything going on. I gotta that's ask you guys. You you what? This is where Quebec loses. They want to put. They didn't they want. I have 90 days in between the vaccine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, wasn't, like, I wasn't even talking about that, but yes, right. yes. I'd rather less people get vaccinated, but you do it right. Yes. Versus like, let's try to vaccinate as many people as possible, but then like, we're back at square one. Like, yeah. that did nothing. I agree. I think it's weird. Uh, and everything that I'm reading is telling me that giving the first dose of the vaccine and then giving the second dose, like, like you said, three months later, in some cases, they were saying even possibly as far as six months later when everything that's being released by the people who created the vaccine is just like at most you could maybe stretch this three weeks guys but we're telling you 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 shouldn't do three months and everyone just it's because everyone taking that first round of guinea pigs (laughs) they want to see what the first but even pfizer they were like well we're gonna prioritize shipping to countries that will follow protocol. Yes, yes, like yeah. A nice way of being like, if you don't do what we say, we're just not going to ship it to you. Yeah, because it's, I mean. But that makes sense, though, because like, it's not, they're not making it to waste it. Yes. That's it. I agree. I agree. Uh, I think. Okay, but this is another thing. I Sorry, go on. I, I feel like I'm interrupted. Well, the, the first thing I was going to say was, the reason I brought it up is because I went to see my dentist today and the dental hygienist and I are talking and I mentioned that my partner got her vaccine because my partner works in the medical field. And then I asked the dental hygienist, oh, are you going to be getting yours? And the dental hygienist's face looked confused. And I was just like, oh, what? And she's just like, no, uh, no, I, I don't think I'm getting it. And I'm just like, oh, not now? And she's just like, no, I'm not going to get it. I'm like, wait, so you're not going to get it at all? No, I'm young and I'm healthy and I just don't believe in that. And I was uh-huh. just like, and in my head, I was just like, so you're a dental hygienist, medical professional, who doesn't believe in the science behind a vaccine? Yeah, be I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm looking for a new dentist. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my, like, thanks. <laughs> you're like, thank God I asked that question. Yo, for real. As I soon as I walked, everything yeah. and every, like nothing at all. As soon as I walked out, they gave me my next appointment, and I thought to myself, "All right, I got four months to find a new dentist to make this That's next it. appointment." <laughs> That's another thing. Like one thing about this pandemic is that it exposes everyone like people that are traveling during this time yeah. and you're like really bro the people that are these anti-vaxxers like it's just really i knew someone that actually got covid and her best friend went nuts on her because she got covid from one of her friends yeah that came over and she was being very safe she lives alone her friend lived alone but you know it happens like so you can literally yeah. touch a doorknob and at least if you get covid by taking precaution it's not that me. It doesn't mean that like you're never going to get it. It just means yeah. that like it reduces your chance. So she got it, but she didn't know, right? She got infected, and the next day she went to go on a social distant walk with her friend. They both had their masks. They were being safe. Yeah. But she got COVID. She told that friend that she went walking with, and that friend went nuts on her. Oh. 
and basically was not empathetic, was really worried, was really angry at her. She went to go test it, get tested. She tested negative and then gloated to her face while her friend's sick and has COVID. It's like, yay, I don't have COVID. It's like, it's exposing everyone. And these were like best friends from childhood. It's like, that's a friend gone. Yeah. That friend is gone. Wow. That's so weird. I, that was, that, yeah. if that's all it took, they were never friends. Right? That's it. <laughs> like, but also I was going to mention, here's a little conspiracy twist I got. And I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. This capitalism is um, like a little too far. And I don't understand how no one is bringing up the fact that if Pfizer and Moderna were really working for the good of the people and wanted to get vac- all the people in the world vaccinated as quickly as possible, yeah. why don't they license out license out the formula to all the other pharmaceutical companies and they can Whoa. all use their laboratory, yeah. create it, and like, wouldn't we all get vaccinated I, a lot more quickly? I heard about yeah, but you make this. You make it sound like <laughs> it's too logical. Yes, I because okay, so that's not the way capitalism works. That was happening. But okay, check this out like, though. Why are we just like, waiting on these two guys? Like, give out your formulas. Like, it's a pandemic. I, There's I'll, traffic. Yeah, I'll say this. I was listening. So I heard someone else discuss this exact thing the other day, and they gave the best example when Volvo designed the three-point uh, seat belt. They released the patent to all the other car makers because they said it was more important to save the lives than to make money. And in doing so, it also led to the innovation of other safety precautions in the car because now because of the seatbelt, other people were just like, oh, well, there's other things that we can do like the adjustment for the height, we can do this for the seat. And it helped revolutionize the way people thought about safety inside the car. And I was just like, wow, that seems in- incredible like why why like why don't they all do stuff like that and i realized because like miriam said when it comes down to capitalism nowadays everyone's just for themselves and it's so sad to think that at one point like volvo designed something that they could have sold to everybody and made millions or billions because every car has that that seat belt it's the you, you like i can't hear you you can't hear me right now Oh, no, now I can hear you. Oh, sorry. Uh, but you froze it for a minute. But, like, can you imagine, like, the old seatbelts that we see where people had them across a the gut? When you got into accidents, sometimes that was more dangerous. They were saying it would cut people off. Yeah. It would pull them in. It was really, really bad. And then you... Break your ribs. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And now you you have a seatbelt that will save lives in those in cars and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, but you know what? Let's keep it to ourselves and let everyone else try and figure out their own thing. And this basic patent that we designed... Let them try and figure something different instead of just releasing it to everyone so that we could all be on the same page and save lives together. And that's the same way I feel about the vaccine. Yeah. And Pfizer can still make money. They can just license it out. They can be like, hey, I'll give it to this to like Sanofi and you just pay me like, you know, whatever for every time you guys sell. So it's like they can still make money. It's ridiculous. And even there was like. Back you in can the always make more money. That's all it's about. And and, and I've always said, too, in terms of like any sort of vaccinations or remedies or cures for anything. If we as like human beings and scientists like share, I bet you someone in Alaska has something that someone in Sweden needs to create the cure for cancer, but because they want to be the first to find it or the first to it or the first capitalize on it, it's never going to happen. And then species, if we did more of that, just shared it, we'd be the aliens going to other planets by now. 
Like yeah. that's how I see it. It's so it's sad pretty, when it's pretty ridiculous. It's so sad when you like ex- <laughs> like what you're saying is such a basic, simple, logical fact. And the fact that right? we limit ourselves Too logical. But yeah, right. we limit ourselves literally by just being selfish. Like that's it. Yeah. We are limiting greed, ourselves. Greed and selfishness is ugh. God damn. That is so depressing. Yo, man. This do you guys, okay, I, I know it's like a little off topic, but like, do you guys, have you guys seen what's been happening with the GameStop, like stock and oh, all that kind okay. of stuff? Oh, okay. Do you actually understand Elon, it? Elon Musk. I'm on it. I, I bought some shares. So this is something, again, <laughs> they're not, now that the people are making money, they're causing all this uproar. But when the people are losing all this money, they don't care. Nope. But I, okay. They don't care at all. And all can the you, hedge funds, they were doing do this. You want, do you want to explain Yeah, can you explain it? Because I don't know what it okay. is. I, I, I saw the title, but I never got... I, I know what you're talking about, but I only saw it in the it's, title. It's not the, it's not the only time it's happened, by the way. No, and I know. This is Elon Musk again, but I'll let Mary explain Yeah, it. okay. So the thing is, basically, back in like March or April 2020, um, this hedge fund company normally... The way the market is really manipulated, you think that you can go in and, oh, if this company is just doing well, I'll buy in these stocks. And, you know, it's all about the company's evaluation. BS. It's all about, it's a numbers game. If like you as an individual are buying a stock versus a hedge fund that has like $100 million million that they can pour into that stock, well, guess what? They're manipulating the market. The value of that stock goes up. The price goes up. All these other individuals like you and me we buy in trying to chase that. And as yeah. soon as it gets a really high price, they sell short. They sell it. They make their money on the way up. They make their money on the way down. And us as individuals, we lose money. And it's yeah. been like this for years. Okay. So for years, the hedge fund guys, they've been making so much money. They even got bailed out in 2008 and they got another bailout this year. It's just ridiculous. Just, just watch the big short. <laughs> just watch the big short. It's like... <laughs> Just ridiculous how often and how much money they do it. Yeah. For the first time, and this is kind of how I understood like MAGA supporters, how they came together, <laughs> but for the wrong reason. But this is like them coming together for the right reason. This one hedge fund company, I, now the, the specifics I don't really know, but they like bet 84% of their per, like money or they bought into whatever stocks were available for GameStop yeah. to go short. They're like, this company is trash. Let's all go into go short. Yeah. So because instead, it, because of the, the pandemic, right? Was... Sorry. Because of the pandemic, right? Isn't that the joke that they thought the yeah, businesses were all going to get? Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they had a lot of box stores. They were closing out, but yeah. In, so all it's right. like, and now it's happening with AMC. That's a movie yes. theater. But yeah. yeah, I heard I'll yeah. that in a minute. So basically, what they did was like they were like all these hedge fund guys pour billions of dollars for it to go short. And it's all expiring like this Friday. It's expiring like this week um, or the upcoming weeks. Because now anytime you short sell, you need to, you have an expiry date that you need to purchase back. Like if you're not, like if you think that it's trading at $10 mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, I think this is going to go below eight. For every dollar it goes below, you make money. Okay. Because that's the value of the stock and people are willing to sell it to you at that price. It's, it's literally gambling. It's literally gambling. It's literally gambling, but okay. legal. Gambling's legal. On Reddit, Wall Street bets, they're all like ridiculous, dumb investors that don't know how to invest. They're like, let's all just buy out GameShore. And by the time all these hedge fund guys need to uh, close their positions, they need to like, you know, final up their sell. Yeah. We're going to 
pumped the price up to $1,000. Hot damn. So that's what they're doing. They're buying the stocks. They're not selling it. So these short sellers that want to fill out their position, they want to buy back at a low price. But now all these people bought, they're not selling. They're like, no, if you want to buy from me, you got to pay $1,000. Yeah. So oh, basically- the whole mentality that I mentioned with the hedge funds we're doing with us, yeah. we are reversing it and doing it to them and they are losing their mind. Like they are losing billions of dollars and they have a lot of relationship with finance media outlets. So now the finance media outlets are trying to scare people. TD Bank today, I think they like block people from trading um, these stocks, which is all illegal. That's because crazy. Reverse yeah. happens every single day to us, but yeah. now that we're doing it back to them, they're losing their minds. They're gonna change. They're gonna change things around. Change Dude, it's, rules. Yeah. Because once people make money, but like this is not illegal for us. Like, come on. Holy! Look at this. I didn't even know this part. Melvin, oh, Melvin oh, yeah. Capital had to close out this morning yes. and supposedly needed a billion dollar cash input to cover the losses. So sorry, I, not sorry. So, I don't feel bad for these people. No, that's all. it. So I watched I watched this video. This dude on uh, and TikTok. I explained it badly. So sorry. If I well, did. that's it. Okay. There's a guy on TikTok who explains it and I watched his video and it, you, you repeated some of the stuff he said. I didn't understand what he said. I still didn't understand everything you said. So I feel yeah. like I just don't have the, I don't have the knowledge of understanding how the stocks work. You, to you, fully you know what? I used to say that, by the way. Oh, I know and I can. Just I just, repetition. You yeah, just have yeah, to yeah. just keep looking up the information eventually you'll, you'll, and then you have to kind of just start doing it yourself, but with like 500 yeah. bucks. Well, there you know what I mean? And just buy into things here and there and figure out, and like, oh, why does this go up this day and this doesn't? And yeah. you kind of Google and look up that company. It just takes a oh, bit of research. God. I was doing that all the time. I used to do that for Google, Apple. Yeah. There was this um, Timberland um, bank in the States that was a penny stock that I watched go from 11 cents to $11. Trust me, I paid attention and I, I, I was watching this stuff. I used to have the, the ticker on my phone all the time, but then I didn't fully understand stuff like this that you're describing with yeah. GameStop because there's a big, big difference between like buying, watching, listening to the investor information, understanding how the bank is investing like you know which stock used to be really funny that no one else was paying attention to that i used to watch all the time build a bear build a bear as a stock every year at christmas from christmas to valentine's their stock went up because people are buying it for gifts it's christmas time and then people are buying them around valentine's day so if you were to like and then after valentine's day they always saw a little bit of a dip Almost every year, every I like looked at the like five year like stock movement, and I was just like, so why don't people just invest? And so I like I did all that research, and I was looking into stuff, and it, th that one, the penny one, and something else. It, I was just like, man, if I had money right now and invested in these three stocks, and I know when to bail out of them, I could make a pretty penny. But it really does come to like like Toby was saying, you really have to like study, pay attention, repetition, and. Uh, one one of the things is because I don't stay in the game all the time. I just unfortunately did not. But that's the thing. Like you're talking about buying up. So the more you think it's going to go up, you can also do the opposite. You can also, if you think a stock is going to go down, you could buy that opposite effect. But when you're buying it down, it's because someone on the other side is buying it up. Yeah. So there needs to be a transaction between two individuals. So what's happening is like these hedge funds bought the way down. But the people that they need to buy that stock at a price that they think is going to be that low, it's like, no, no, we're not going to buy it at like $5 that you thought and you bet on it to go down. Now we pumped up the value to be like a thousand, like five, like right now it's at $300, which is yeah. crazy. It's like a gaming company. So, no, and but it takes, again, it takes money and it takes 
a lot of individuals committing. So all of the people are holding down. Do you guys think this is going to be so crazy that I love it? Just just to tell you like how ridiculous this is, and GameStop just maybe a month ago was worth like eight bucks. Yeah, like super low. Okay, it was three forty-seven today. That's U.S. and now it's three hundred and forty-seven dollars U.S. That makes GameStop practically a $10 billion company. Right? Yeah, BlackBerry, <laughs> AMC, and Tootsie Roll were all showing insane gains because uh, of this. Like they had to halt trading on these companies today. Because oh, yeah. And like multiple times because it was Crazy. going so fast. It's it's not fair, though. <laughs> like, Yo, not, you, this I, is how you know it's not fair. Like, I don't yeah, understand. It's a broken system. Yeah. If, 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 it doesn't really. If BlackBerry can go up because of a meme, <laughs> the system really is. <laughs> <laughs> the system really and is insane. Oh, Blackberry actually did go up though. Yeah, it did. but did yeah. wh- like why did it they went go from, up? Like same thing. That's what I'm saying. No reason. Even Blackberry CEOs don't know. They were interviewed and they're like, "We have no idea." Yeah, no, like a- future. <laughs> they just had two recent acquisitions that made it go up, maybe like five, seven bucks. Okay. They jumped up like I think they're. Uh, from 10 to 30 something today. Yeah, it's and it's hilarious because if you're like a manager or like executives that have shares in these companies, you're like, wait, is my job safe now? Like quadruple <laughs> the amount, like what's going on? Oh, speaking of that, by yeah, the way, did yeah. you know companies when they give employees stocks, a lot of the times those things are vested over a certain period of time. So you can't even touch them. Yes, yeah, I yes, know that yeah. period of time has run out and you could be let go <laughs> within that period if your stocks, you know what I mean? So they always yeah. have leverage in some way, shape or form. They don't want people to make money. I'm convinced. Like they don't want individuals to make money. It's Dave, like, well, hold, hold on. We have Dave. Yeah, Dave what were you gonna say? He Dave hasn't spoken once, and he was gonna say something. I was gonna say in regards to what you're talking about, like vesting shares to the point that you can't use them for, let's say, a year or two years. Like you can't touch them. Right. There's ve- like, first of all, if you get like severances and stuff like that, you get they they remove that that or it's still in your it's it's still in your name. You just can't necessarily sell them in two years that's all it really means like you still like when you're like go you still you still get that it just it might be a timer thing are you just, sure about that you still get your your it best depends year. it depends on i mean how many correct. years you've been there it every it depends every uh, each company has their own that's rule. that's what i'm saying there you go that's and, the problem <laughs> but also it depends because like let's say like if you're let go because of like a massive layoff it means you're getting severance yeah. It means most likely you're taking those with you. If you get fired, basically if you get fired or let go for any reason other than actually you did something wrong, you probably get them in some type of severance way. Right, so but that, that, really the, amount, the amount you get is within their control, not yours. Well, it's worth Well, okay, I mean, Dave, look at it this way. They decide the time. <laughs> They're saying whether or not you can keep it they're the ones that can say why you were fired or let go to make it so that you don't get to take it. Doesn't that sound like they have all the leverage? Like, I understand what you're yeah. saying. Devil's I mean, advocate, I mean, the company is an angelic... Like false, false way of firing you just to not get shares. I don't think that's... I think that's a stretch. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're not... Oh, Dave, 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 Dave. Dave. You have a lot of them? You're saying that's unethical. Are you talking about, like... People like me, or are you talking about like CEOs of companies? No, no. I'm talking about a company is worth X. 
They have shares. You've bought into the shares. Your shares have gone up and the company now doesn't want to have to pay you out or doesn't want you to have any control as someone that's leaving and finds a way that they don't have to give you shares. Why is that? I, what I'm that, saying that, is, I, the, yeah, but the thing is, like, there's also the difference between, like, when you're saying power in that regard, if you're talking about, like, voting power to sway decisions of the no, company, no, 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 no. I'm saying you as a shareholder who is going to be giving di getting dividends on the back end is getting something from this. And sometimes companies are petty and don't want you to get anything. So they will try and cut you out. That's all we're saying. We're not saying all companies do it. We're saying that it is possible for companies to do it and it, it has possible? happened. Yeah, but, that's, but that's why I said it depends on their rules and stuff. But at yes. the same well, time, that's the whole point. That's what that's the whole that's, thing. If you're gonna if you're gonna I know if you're gonna go to a company who has vested shares, I don't know if Dave if gets it. If you make your own research about it, then you're fucking stupid. But Dave, I don't think you get the point that Toby's saying. You what? just keep saying it's their rules. <laughs> No, I get that it's their rules. I'm not, yes. I wasn't disputing that fact, but I'm just saying like what I was trying to say is that it depends the company, but it also depends the in the your individual intelligence to check the rules to see if you want yeah, to. Yeah, but if I work at the company and it's their yeah, rules. Yeah, they're giving me free shares. I'm not yeah. going to say no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Usually, usually okay. that doesn't happen. You usually have to invest some of your pay into it. Not always. No, no. Yeah, not no, all companies do that. I've never gotten, so far, I've never gotten free shares. No, and Dave, you're them. thinking, Dave, right now, I feel like you're specifically thinking of your situation. Yeah, exactly. I'm speaking from a different perspective. Yeah. really get there. You have you have to be willing to invest to get the shares. And no, yeah, but that's not no. true. Not there are companies. Situations. Yeah. Like some situations, yeah. maybe in your particular situation. Hold on, hold on, guys, 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 guys. All of you are talking. Dave, your situation. Dave, my situation is like none. Hold on, hold on, hold on. work for a startup, for example. Yeah. A lot of the times you can negotiate stocks in that company in your contract. And they'll give you shares as part of your contract. You either, whatever the negotiation ends up being. So yes. that is one specific scenario. But there are a bunch of others where you get shares without you necessarily having to For example. But but still, just just in that one example of how it's completely free, right? Yeah. You're still deciding that instead of getting compensation, I'm going to, then, like, instead of getting a bigger course, who wouldn't want to get stocks in a company that they think yeah. is going to do well? And Dave, your <laughs> thing is going to do well. If you decide to not but Dave, do Dave, research, hold on, hold on. Dave, 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 hold on, hold on. You're saying do research on a startup. Tell me how you do that. If you can explain no, to no, me. No, see, no, 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 Dave, you keep. No, Dave. Dave, you keep saying. Interrupting again in this this Dave, Dave me. Because you're not, you're not listening to the statement. We're trying to explain to you that the companies make the rules, and that by making the rules, they control the outcome. And you're telling us that's not no, how it can always play out. I understand that, but what I'm never mind. No, I'm not gonna okay, Dave. I get, what you, I get your. Point I get too, what you're saying too, but he's not. He, if you're gonna, if you're gonna invest in 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 the way that you get vested shares, there's always rules on how they get paid out to you and in those rules when you sign and get them in the scenarios that you guys are talking about you should be able to read between the lines whether or not you could get fucked and rewind that you said the word you said the word should can you explain because by saying should you're saying i should get something can you guarantee that it goes that way and imagine if this is a you always wanted to work at 
No, but like, like it's also if you choose to buy stocks outside of your company, you think yeah. you buy it because you think it's going to go up, but it could go down too. Like it's always a risk, no matter oh, whether you're yeah, employed or whether you're doing it yourself and uh, doing your own research and buying like shares. Yeah, well, I was, I was speaking specifically to the vested issue, not all that other stuff. But we're talking. Well, okay. I don't know, man. has actually been shut down. Well, it's not shut down, but they like closed it down where only yeah. private members can go to now. So, okay. So, Dave. They're coming after us. Dave, essentially what we're saying is in a world where, in a world where they get to make the rules. I know what you're fucking saying. I mean, fuck you, Devin. Um, <laughs> um, Wait, do you guys want to say? Wait, hold on. We got to say what Devin said because we got to explain. Like, anyways, I'm not going to go on. Dave's not home, man. We still love you, bro. So we got to at least explain why you're saying fuck you to Devin because otherwise you just sound like an asshole who's saying fuck you to Devin. I mean, dude, I understand. <laughs> just randomly out of nowhere. I I understand everything you're saying. It's just like I feel like you're not understanding one of the no, main. I understand points. what Dave is saying. Dave yeah, is saying yeah, yeah. do your research for sure. Like, try to do your research. A hundred. Mitigate. Try to figure out a way like, to negotiate. Hundred. Not to be in that situation. Hundred. But for sure. you know, sometimes it's tough. Like when you're an employee, there's very little you can negotiate. Also, yeah. if I, no, if I mean, I'm the thing is like you're gonna trust yourself in a company, you're already like putting yourself at risk because like companies are usually bad. Yeah, but I mean, the, uh, I mean, I don't. Like yeah, I, and like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna get paid more or get more, but like, there's so many things that factor. Yeah, because it's kind of going off the. Yeah, I, I'm sticking yeah. to the fact that, and I, I think the like the core and the genesis of what we're saying, if if I tell you, Dave, we're gonna play Brian cards, and I explain <laughs> to you what Brian cards is, and while we play Brian cards, you do something, and I say, oh, that's not in the rules, and you're like, you didn't tell me that. It's like, oh, but I'm Brian, and these are Brian cards. I'm explaining the rules to you. Do you not see how that could be a problematic situation in where people- I'm actually, I'm actually I'm curious, Tesco, what Brian cards You're paying trouble. You read the rules of trouble, then you fucking play trouble. If someone decides to like- Yes, but if- get, like, Oh, I rolled a five. That's no, what I'm saying. I'm gonna make it 10 for no reason. like. If you don't think these companies no, have a way <laughs> of playing this game and lobbying and these companies are the same companies that have lobbied and changed laws and rules and regulations. And if you're telling me you don't think they can go about doing that to make sure that you, the little people at the bottom, can't get more to come up to their floor so that you can also start making change. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I don't know what to say. Because that's at the end of the day, that's, that's that's not what I was trying to go for. I know. Okay. Ching ching. Man, that that went off to like a random part of. I don't even know where we went to there. That was crazy. We started talking oh, about stocks, and then we started um, talking about how crazy the world is. <laughs> it is pretty. It is pretty nuts. Oh, I man. am still to this day waiting for the aliens to come. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna well, change the conversation to a whole completely other realm. Already I was gonna say. To I was gonna say. I'm with Miriam. They're here. They're just having. I think they're already. They've been here. Yeah. I would love. Like how much? I don't know. I'm just ready for something different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Yeah, they came yet. in a form of a virus. That's what happened. <laughs> and they changed it up. 
That's deep. What if they? What if they release? Oh my god! I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say it. That's hilarious. Have you the right thing? Yeah, man. Let's jump in, uh, guys. We got some crazy shows and movies and stuff that we've all been watching lately. Hopefully, you guys have been enjoying your pandemic time and taking uh, a nice, relaxing sit in front of that big old boob tube, as they used to say. Miriam, my dear, my darling, my friend, what have you been taking in lately on the nets, TVs, the the the, the primes, the the all of it? What have you been watching? What have you been checking out? Okay. I saw a really good movie. Ooh, hit us. And I was surprised. And I realized I don't watch movies anymore. I'm always right? about the show. Yeah. But I did watch White Tiger. It oh, was cool. Really, really good. I didn't think I would like it that much, but um, great acting, really good story. Uh, it reminded me when I would go to Pakistan. It's about this Indian guy. He's a servant, and mm. you just. It's very, it's like very, very real depiction of, you know, the world, the poor people in that part of the world and how the majority of the time, like they ask to be servants and they really are slaves. They're yeah. not it's, like, it's not an employed business, yeah. you know, like they get paid peanuts. Is it, is and, it set uh, in like the caste system in uh, South Asia or is it very much just like. This guy just happens it's to be bad, but like also they're poor, you know, yeah. and like people they are so poor that I know I remember when I was like in when I would go visit Pakistan, like they would literally knock at your door and they'd be like, do you have anything, any work that I can do? And, you know, it's very common that you go to people's house and they have servants like they have a driver, they have a cook, they have people oh, wow. cleaning up. And it's not because they're super, super rich. I mean, there is that. but yeah. Also. The reason why it's so common is that they're so poor that these guys that are are coming to work are getting paid like nothing. And there's one scene in the movie too where you know the servant he gets paid I think two thousand rupees a month. And just to give you that I, that idea of like what that reality is, like mm. he goes to the bathroom and he sees this air freshener and he turns it around. You look at the price and the price of the air freshener is forty three hundred rupees. Holy shit! And he's getting paid two thousand a month. You know, so it, what? It's like, yeah, so it's like that's slavery. And you see him, he's doing so much work and he's just like still being super nice and like sucking up to his bosses and yeah. his masters that he calls them. And um, it's like you're stuck in this coop. Like, and it's it's just so well done. I think it's such a good movie and it really shows that part of the country and what that, like what that is. And it's, yeah. it's very true. And and the uh, this is one of the fifty-two films that Netflix is going to be releasing this year, right? That that was part of the that was one of the big deals. Like Netflix is doing fifty-two films. I know when they announced White Tiger, a lot of people that I know were actually very excited. They were saying that you know Priyanka Chopra uh, specifically, they were looking forward to seeing her um, because she's a pretty popular actress, and you know, that they were looking forward to what she was going to do. Jonas Brothers. Yeah, that too. Yeah, but yeah. she's not like, she's not the, she's not the star of the film. You know? No, like, yeah, she plays the rich wife. It's not about her it's about that like the servant and yeah. his acting is so good it's just like especially because i'm from that part of the world yeah. so it's like it hits me even more and i'm like oh my god this is well, so true this is and what's good about getting like proper representation on yeah yeah, yeah. Now, no. right? people can really relate to content yeah 
Yeah, and I feel like, you know, I showed it with my boyfriend. It's like, I really got to tell him like, this is how it is. And it's like, yeah, you get, and it really is because every time I would go there, I'm like, guys, it's like going to a different part of the world and it just makes you also that much richer of a person because you understand two sides of culture. And it's not like you can reflect on people that treat them really badly, which it is bad. But at the same time, it's like, that's just how the society is. And it's uh, it's not that black and white. It's yeah. very complex. Uh, and, you know, it's it's disgusting because you can have some masters that are really nice to their servants and like they're treated well and they like working there. And then some are treat them really badly because they think they'll misbehave. And then when you hear the history of slavery here, it's like it's the same thing. Same like, damn thing yeah, they're still doing because it. Because you gave two cents. And you think that they're not grateful? It's like, yeah, because they have no other opportunities. Damn, man. Yeah, it's it, America is just the mainstream version of what's going on around the world. It's it's, it has been going today. on for centuries. It's happening today. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah, this film, it's, it's it's it sucks. This film is not a timepiece, right? Like it's a it's a set in relative present day, or like it looks like it from the trailers. Yeah. Sorry. It's sorry. set in 2007, right before. Okay. It set in 2007, so like right before the internet boom and all that. Okay. So, yeah, that's recent. <laughs> yeah, it's recent. But like, I would recommend watching it. It's really good. Okay. Uh, gee, I, I scrolled by it yesterday, but yeah, I, think, I uh, meant I meant to check it out. Uh, I meant to check it out, and I wanted to, but I didn't have a chance to. I did, however. Um, speaking of their weekly movie releases, the first one that I saw was Outside of the Wire, which Toby, I see that's the one that you saw that you were going to talk about. Let's let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk. talk about it. Did everyone watch first Outside all, the Wire? No? Dave? No, we, I, do, I missed it, but go for it. Okay. Yeah, first half of the movie we can talk about because yeah. you only understand the second half if you watch the first half anyway, so we won't touch like that part of it. <laughs> Do you, did that make sense to you what I just said? I, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I have all that talk stuff. I have it's a, on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. I have comments. Okay. I have concerns, but yeah, let's let's jump in. <laughs> all right. So outside the wire, it's set in some weird dystopian future. Yeah, for as sure. A, as always, where humans, machines, and technology is boomed to some crazy level. Yeah. Um, and a drone pilot played by Danson Idris. Yeah. Right. Our snowfall guy. Yeah. Yeah. He. Um, He's a drone pilot. There's a situation going on in the war zone. Some Marines are trapped. Two of them are trapped under enemy fire, and there's about 38 others trying to rescue those two, but can't really get to them. And then he, as a drone pilot, flying over sees a launcher, like a truck with a launcher coming towards all the Marines. So he makes a decision, despite orders being given to the contrary, to you know, blow up the area, but he actually had to quote unquote sacrifice the two that were trapped yeah. in order to save the 38. So he thought he was making a calculated like decision. Like instead of everybody dying, at least only two of them died. But you know, like the call wasn't his to make. Yeah. Like you're in, in that the, in, that's my thing in the military. If you're given a direct order and you, and you <laughs> just like, it's not even like kind of disobey, do not do this. And you press the button to do it. It's like, and not just one commanding officer, two Mo- commanding yes! officers said, don't do it. Yo, dude, that was so, the thing. I was like, this is a crazy start to a movie. Cause I already do not feel anything for you. Right off the bat. You're like, normally in real life, someone would be in court. Like they go to jail. Major court martial. There's, no, there's nothing. <laughs> Big court martial. Yeah. Big court martial. Um, but in this movie, they end up moving him to a. You know, they they're like, you know what? He's only making these decisions because 
he doesn't have any yeah. in-person war zone experience. Let's so we're going to send him out line. to a base camp. <laughs> <laughs> so they Sorry. send him out to a base camp. But guess where they sent him? They sent him to a base camp where those same Marines or whatever they are that he just killed two of them, that's the same base camp they sent him to. Yeah. So immediately I'm like, oh, come on. Okay, I already see where this is going. It's going to turn into this rivalry thing. And then he's going to have to like earn his place and really show people that he's learned. No, they never touch. They maybe like for a second touch on the fact that he's there around those guys because they kind of attack him in a corner. Yeah. Uh, but but he gets saved from that moment. But then they just kind of that part of the story kind of gets lost. right? Yo, that's okay, so that's my thing with the movie. The fact that the movie sets up. <laughs> You've been wanting to complain about this. Yeah, man. But, I, I mean, I, I think. I won't because this is this is yours, so I won't touch on it too much. It's but okay, it's okay. one of my issues with the film was that they they wanted you to kind of dislike the guy and then build the guy back up. Like I realized that once I got to the end, I was just like, "Oh, you guys wanted me to not like this lead protagonist." And by the end yeah. of the movie, I'm supposed to feel sorry for him. And I watched the movie, and the whole time, even when he got jumped by the people to be like, hey man, you killed our friends. I was just like, I feel absolutely yeah. nothing for this character. Like, yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. Like, like the way it went down and everything. Yeah, they really failed. He was failed eating on gummy bears. They failed, they failed on it. They yeah. failed on trying to connect you to yes. this character. Yeah. Every attempt was like lost. The fact that he's the eating second, gu gummy bears while he kills people is in like, dude. Because because his girlfriend calls him gummy bear. Yo, yeah, like stuff like that. I was just like, it's just unnecessary. They oh my god, cut a lot out, and we yeah. could have and changed the beginning up a bit. Yes, but that aside, you kind of just suspend all this. Sure, sure. He gets to his base camp. He's reassigned to a new assignment. His commanding officer is played by Anthony Mackie's character. Uh, Anthony Mackie is playing the character Leo. Yeah, Leo immediately, <laughs> and this is not a spoiler. This is the movie <laughs> revealed to you that he's a sentient humanoid. Yeah. A what? A sentient humanoid. He's, he, I'm okay. trying to say cyborg in a way that he's not even a cyborg. Really, yeah. But he's along those lines. He's just an AI. Because like he has this like translucent AI. Mm. But he said he's he says he's not an AI. When when the guy says what are you? When Damson says what are you an AI? New, uh, but yeah, thing. I know he says he's not an AI. But what he would says you just Google is AI or whatever is AI? It kind of just dismisses the AI concept. Yeah, because I think he's trying. I, I understand in the future they're trying to separate the idea of like what we understand AI now and what he is. It's so far in the future that for right. anyone watching the movie, saying AI would be an insult to what they've done at right. this point. But that at, is the point. yeah, but at the end of the day, he's a he's <laughs> a programmed artificial yeah. intelligence. He's he's like a near perfect, pretty much a perfect yes simulation of a human being. Yes, he's like a Cylon. If you yeah. watch Battlestar Galactica, for those who watch Battlestar, Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> that's everyone, you bastard. Thank you. you all Thank watch Battlestar Galactica. Um, Thank you for saying that. Shout out me. Team Scar. Anyways, fuck yeah, Battlestar. I, I, I used to watch it, so I, I had to say that. But Anthony Mackie, you can hate it Dave. for me. Was my favorite part of this whole movie, and I wanted this movie to be about him. Yeah. And in a way, it kind of was, but it was mostly <laughs> about us trying to like see um, what's Damson's character's name. I keep forgetting. Gummy Bear. We can just call him that. <laughs> Gummy Bear. Or Dummy Bear. Let's call uh, him Dummy Bear. His name's Harp. Wow, they barely use his name in the movie. I, I, I feel yeah. like calling him Dummy Bear. Dummy Bear. Yeah, just that journey with his character is lost, and I think yeah. that's what makes this movie kind of suck. 
And yeah. he's a great actor. So yes. it would be great for him to get a better sort of written character in this. Um, but yeah. I had thoroughly enjoyed Anthony Mackie in this role. Yeah. Actually. It almost felt like a preparation for Falcon and Winter Soldier, if I'm, if I'm going to be like Frank. About yeah. like just, yeah. Yeah, I, I think one of the wow. reasons that they released it when they did, uh, I'll explain that now, is they knew WandaVision was coming out. And the idea of everyone seeing the ads with Falcon and Winter Soldier, you're seeing Anthony Mackie. And here, we're going to give you a movie with Anthony Mackie as a soldier. And he's running around and he's being a hero. You're going to yeah. want to watch it. You're gonna yeah. you're you're gonna jump in because you got your two episodes of Wandavision. You still have a whole weekend. You're gonna watch this, this was horrible. Oh, well, we, well, we can talk uh, about Wandavision after. We'll then. talk. We'll talk about. We're after, gonna jump but, in. Okay, okay. Um, I kind of agree. I think what? what they did well, <laughs> what they did well in this um, movie for Anthony Mackie versus the last one he was in that was Soul Trash. I forget the name of Altered it. Altered right Carbon, now. the movie or show. Oh my god, yes, sir. Okay, Carter. no, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. The, you're right. They didn't give him too much in this movie. That's fair, yes. So the, that, that brought your interest in him as a character back. Like yeah. As a, you know, as an actor back, I feel that he's kind of uh, bought himself some uh, some credibility. Yes. Here. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, overall, overall, I'm going to rate this like a six and a half fun watch out of ten. Okay. It's really, it's it's cool. It's a cool movie. I, I, I liked it. it I was annoyed quite a bit but at the end i was just like not make it sound like you did <laughs> no but that's the thing the right on rotten tomatoes or 39 like a 37 percent. The, the, the reason why i will say this right now is the first the first two yeah. acts are very slow yes by the time you get to the third act though and everything just like starts snowballing you're like why wasn't this the whole movie yeah exactly that that's that's the feeling you get so it's still a fun watch you just gotta get through that sludging through the stories that they're trying to tell which just yeah. Guys, it's a pandemic, you know, you can watch anything. I'd rather watch a cooking show than watch another bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at one point, I was almost just like, why don't you guys just make this a TV show, like a limited run series? Because that's that's my thing. Sometimes when I watch this stuff, mm. it feels like if you made this a limited run series, it would have been Yes. As inter- as interesting because the- you know what you're right, and they could have actually done flashbacks to him with his girlfriend. Actually, matter of fact, he saw his girlfriend every day at the where he was. Right? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, the uh, gummy bear. Heart- every day yeah. at his, he just went to a place and he went back home. He wasn't actually like overseas or anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So- when you're a drone flight pilot, he lived. He was living with her, and that's why. Yeah. That's why when Leo asked him, like, when's the last time you saw her? And he answered in my head. I was just like, he probably saw her on Tuesday, and it's Wednesday. Like, it's not like he. It's not like he's been yeah. on a military base. Like, uh, or maybe if he's a drone pilot, they do stay on base. But it's not like he had this yeah. huge. There, he wasn't in some major danger. He was living in the no. states in a comfortable life. No one's coming over yeah. there to threaten him. Anyways, uh, yeah, I do think it's worth watching. I think Anthony Mackie, I agree with Toby on that, 100% delivers. He he brings it. He does a good job. I found uh, some of the supporting cast uh, very good, like the redheaded lady who runs the orphanage. I thought she was cool. And the military guys, though, the only thing that sucks was I didn't feel like those guys really sold that they were military guys. They kind of just seemed no. like aloof, confused people. Like every time, every time something the was gumps, the gums were better soldiers. Oh my god, yes, yo, the robots <laughs> were better soldiers is a fact. <laughs> like, the, yeah. anyways, but yeah, that's a whole other thing. Um, I'm gonna I wanted t- to see more of those guys. Yeah, yes, like, dude, it it was like you remember in Iron Man two when they bring out the the suits with the cannons on the shoulder. 
Like that's what the that's gumps it. were. They essentially turned a movie. Like honestly, when you watch this movie, it looks like someone said, "Okay, let's take a little bit from Iron Man. Let's take a little bit from Vision. All right, let's put some yeah. of this over here. All right, uh, and let's put in a war story and bake." Yeah. And then you watch the movie, and you're like, oh, oh. And, and I'm not mad. I'm not sure if you're recommending this or not. Uh, you know, that's what I said. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm recommending it. I'm not mad at what they did. I'm not mad. Yeah. Thank you, Miriam. <laughs> it's, it's worth the watch. Yeah. It keeps going back into the back. Agreement on this. You know? I still have no clue what you, know, you guys really think. You, you know what I'll you say? A lot of words, a lot of like ritual. Like thinking, but <laughs> you haven't really made a choice yet. We feel okay. I'll, I'll, and, uh, I'll explain we're it this still way. A little uncertain. I'll explain it this way. It's like a talk conversation all over. Okay, again. but you need to explain <laughs> it in like five words or less, so you can stick to the words you mean. I'll, I'll explain it this way: movies I don't like, I just shit on. Movies I like, I criticize. There you go. Perfect. There you go. There you go. One night in Miami. I liked. It was good. It was one great acting. Yeah, that's I the one that's one night in Miami is. Uh, no, it's not on Netflix. It's on Prime. Directed by Regina King, uh, Aldis Hodge, um, homeboy that played a- Mad Dog on Riverdale, um, uh, 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 Le- Leslie Odom Jr. and um, oh man, K- Kingsley Ben. Oh, what's his last name? The dude from. Oh, sorry, guys. I always forget this guy's name. Kingsley Kingsley Ben Adir, uh, British actor. So it's Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, uh, Muhammad Ali before he's Muhammad Ali. So he's Cassius Clay and Cassius Clay. Jimmy Brown. Whoa! Uh, and it's One Night in Miami. What's it called again? One, one Night in Miami. Yeah, Regina King directed it. It's an amazing story. It's very powerful. It's fiction, right? Uh, it's it's yeah. It's a fiction based on. It's it, it's where they all meet. Yeah, so the the this it the night they met actually happened. There's pictures of really? yeah, Muhammad oh, wow. Ali taking a picture uh Malcolm X taking a picture of Muhammad Ali at a diner in Miami is real. Them hanging out together is real. The boxing match where Cassius Clay beats um Sunny, I don't remember who. So oh. this is like like Sonny he's Muslim, Listen, like, like so I'm assuming that Muhammad Ali is Muslim at this point, no, but he's still part of the nation. Not yet. This is right before. This is Malcolm X. It has spoken to him. Muhammad, uh, and, he, and Malcolm X is still part of the nation at this yes, point. Yes, yes, he is. But he's about to leave. So it's like it's it's a, oh, kind of like a, a really good movie. It's a really perfect storm of a conversation. Um, the oh, interactions in the room when they're talking is so intense and emotional. And you watch the film, and you're kind of like. Yo, this is some real Oof. shit right here. And, and and like, I'm not going to lie. There were times where I was like choking up at like the idea that these four men were sitting and talking in a hotel room about what it means to be black, what it means to have religion, what it means to move forward, what it means to fight for the cause. Are we fighting for the cause? Can you actually fight for the cause? Is there even a cause? Like it was this crazy conversation and the arguments are so good and the fear is good and... You have this one moment where Malcolm X and Sam Cooke, Malcolm X and Sam Cooke get into it in a way that you feel like only friends could get into it. And those scenes were some of the best scenes because at one point, for example, uh, Sam comes back into the room and says, and Malcolm's just like, I know you don't like me. And Sam says, it's not that I don't like you. I don't like this version of you. 
the, the, the Malcolm that I knew in Harlem, and he starts explaining, like, you've always been cool, but this version of you I'm not cool with. And it starts off another conversation, and then Malcolm starts talking about, Sam, do you even know what kind of power you have in the community? And, dude, the whole movie, you're just sitting there like, I was, like, sitting on the edge of my seat, like, just stunned. But that's it. Like, I love those types of movies yeah. because it's, like, not black and white. And no. You see how everyone's right, and you see how everyone's wrong. Yes. You know? And it's like. Yes. That's how I felt with the white tiger. And when you watch that, it's oh, the dope. same thing with like even the servant. You're like, oh, he's like the servant, so of course, poor him. But it's like he makes choices where you're yeah. like, what the hell? And so it's like, um, yeah. And that was, and that is reality. Yeah. That is real life. You can never just idolize someone and be like, they're a thousand percent perfect. Yeah. They're flawed. But like yeah. you have to look at the intention and what were they trying to do? And it's like yeah, and, and it goes back to what Toby Very was good. saying about representation. Like, it felt so good 100%. to see this movie, you know, bring up these iconic, uh, like, people in our history who are doing so much and did so much. And the fact that they... It's, it's, it's crazy that I think the only reason they all ended up in the same area was because of Jim Crow era, right? So they had to go to a different part of town where it's, like, only mostly Africans or African-Americans. Uh, in the movie... In the movie, I think Malcolm X, uh, because he's part of the nation, his hotel is in that part of town because that's another thing him and Sam have a conversation with because Sam is uh, has like white management and the white mm-hmm. management has him in a place in like the nice part of town. In the- and he's only allowed to go there because he has that. Well, funny enough, I think the, the whole point was that Malcolm points out, you didn't book the room, the white manager did. Uh and like that was another part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, and then once they're on the rooftop, they're talking about like, you know, uh, Malcolm and Cassius Muhammad Ali are talking to them about living in uh, in Bel Air. And then they start talking about we don't need Bel Air when we have Baldwin Hills, the black Bel Air. Like we have a bet. We have the better view anyways. And it's always that kind of like balancing of like, you know. You, you, you're not being led into certain places, but we found a better place anyways. Yeah, and it was like, man. and like that conversation of Sam Cook being like, I don't need to be in their neighborhood because I found something better. But Malcolm being like, yeah, but you had to find something better because they wouldn't let you into their neighborhood. And that conversation, because yeah. like Miriam said, no one's right, no one's wrong in that conversation. Like it's cyclical. Yeah. Like, so what? Yes, if, that's the best way to say it. Yeah. That's the best and way it, to say it. It was such an interesting conversation. Honestly, guys, I, it's one of those things. I, I mean, as soon as I saw the movie, I, I told my dad, watch the movie. I was just like, you have to watch yeah, it. I told I, my mom, and I think what you were, what Toby was saying too in terms of representation because yeah. it's like yeah someone can might be inspired like an outsider perspective might be inspired by that story and really oh, want to yeah. say it but it's like there's something about being part of it and being raised in it and it's yeah. like just in you like it's just yeah. innate things that like you it takes years for it to be in us so for someone yeah. else to just pick that up like it's not that your intention is bad it's just like you just don't get it as mm-hmm. deeply and when you watch it when it's done by your own people it's like it hurts it, it like even you don't have to be from that to see it yeah but like it cuts even deeper because it's like they pick up the smallest nuances that you wouldn't normally yeah. know unless you're from that community like yeah. you're from that and you had to have been raised in that you know yeah. and i think we all have that like candle of ignorance for each part of the world that we're not aware of yeah. like we just don't feel it and all it takes is one spark to light that candle and then you're like oh yeah. but how do you know I that if you it. don't yeah. see it yeah yeah right? yeah exactly so. exactly yeah you can feel it and like but that emotion that comes out 
like has to be come out from someone like really who understands it 360 who's lived it their whole life if yeah. you haven't and the appreciation's still there it's just like it's more surface and as a viewer you're like okay it doesn't hit as hard but like when it's coming from a real place like yeah it's like there's a lot more you can it's weird how you can actually feel that passion and like you can yes. feel that story yeah. deeper you know and shout out to regina that's the, king that's the, that's the human connection yeah that's, oh yeah that's, and regina that's what we're blocking on a daily basis yeah she directed the film um anyone who doesn't know her she was the voice of riley and huey on the boondocks the animated series uh i know her from 227 when i was a kid uh, that like she's been it, doing it since i was like what 227 was on when i was four or five and I've watched her grow up and become this successful actress and and director. And most recently and most famously, I think people would recognize her from the Watchmen series on HBO. Uh, so, you know, check it out. Check out One Night in Paris. I, I uh, one, actually, one Night in Miami. When you started saying Boondocks, when you started saying, I was like, she has better credits than that. Yeah. Well, I, the <laughs> only, Boondocks is great. Yeah. The only reason <laughs> I, I mentioned. She's been out for a while. Like, she's, I, I, I remember her since like. Yeah. Forever. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. She's, she's in Friday. Like, the only stuff. reason I mentioned Boondocks Boy, is... In the hood. Yeah. yeah. I mentioned Boondocks specifically because Huey and Riley were two sides of, the, of that yeah. conversation the same way that I think this movie. Sam yeah, I, I can see the that's yeah, sure. that's what I was mentioning. You probably drew from that. Yeah, dude, I feel like she had to. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, part of that movie felt like what it would be if Huey and Riley grew up in the '60s and were trying to have that conversation. Sam would be explaining like, "I'm, I'm doing for us." the way I want to do for us. I'm going to make money and I'm going to make us money. And Huey would be like, we need to be in the streets. We need to be at getting our equality. We need to be make them understand. And then you watch this movie and you're like, ha, ah, damn, it's so crazy. Anyway, sorry. I won't continue with that. Super quick, Batman, Soul of the Dragon, thumbs up, solid watch. If you guys haven't seen it yet, I know it's been out for a little uh, a little while. If you follow Geektastic Sifo on Twitter, I have a two or three minute review up there uh, for it. Uh, go check it out at Geektastic Cypher on Twitter. Just tell me this. Yeah. Because I do want to know. Is it a Ray Shot Glow storyline? No. No, not at all. Okay. It's 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 weird. It's like a storyline that I would have never expected. I, I honestly I thought it was gonna be a Batman story, and it very much does not feel like a Batman story. <laughs> like Batman is a character. Wow. Yeah, Batman is a That's character great. in the story. He's not the star of the story, and it's very interesting. Oh, cool. yeah, refreshing. So if you got, yeah, that's you know, like we were saying, we we keep saying like Batman's cool, but could you give us stories without Batman as the lead? This is a story without Batman as the lead. So Perfect. again, if you okay, guys now, I'll watch it. Yeah, if you guys want to check out a, the the and, oh, and Shiva is incredible. Um. If you guys want to check it out, uh, once again, uh, I did a mini review on Geektastic Sci-Fi on Twitter, so go check us out. Go follow us on our socials. Uh, Dave, yeah, World Wide uh, Web well, Concert Tour. That sounds fucking crazy. Hit me. Yeah. Uh, so the Hives, uh, known as as the Swedish like garage punk band, uh, they decided to do the first. Um, they call it the first. I, I imagine maybe somebody's done iterations of this, but not necessarily this version. Mm -hmm. But they're doing a world tour where a web world tour where basically they they're doing everything from their house because from their area like from sweden because yeah. you know they obviously can't travel or they're trying to respect the rules and everything but they're trying to give people um you know some entertainment and what they're doing is they're they're hosting uh concerts um 
in all the right time, like for six different places, I believe it's, it's I know it's New York, London, Berlin, Sydney, Sao Paulo, and Stockholm. They're all having concerts at those locations at like their specific, like regular concert times, but so they're like waking o'clock. up. Like, let's go. Yeah. So okay. like example, mine was, I was watching the New York show at seven, but let's say in Sweden, it's really, I don't know, seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They're playing at seven o'clock in the morning so that you're watching it. Quote that's unquote, cool. Live. Yeah. That's awesome. And um, what they've done also is they've taken sound bits from their old shows uh, from these specific locations because it's all their like, I guess, where their bigger fan bases are. And they're populating this show with like cheers from the crowds from those shows. Oh, that's cool. So you really have like, let's say you're hearing from New York, you're actually having feedback from New Yorkers there. You know what I mean? Okay, that's cool. And at the same time, although anyone could watch it, um, they're getting, uh, they, they allowed everyone to vote in. Like if you bought a show ticket, you got to choose from like, I think seven songs, like three of them to see if like, you know, we'll play this song for you. Yeah. And they allowed anybody to call in through WhatsApp throughout the show to make song requests essentially, or to talk to the band, which was like really, really cool. It was a, about an hour long show, very well set up. Like very, if you, if you've ever seen the hives, the hives are very entertaining entertaining show to go to they have a very unique um stage presence uh stage presence that's the that's what i was looking for like someone needs to find a way to geographically restrict that so you can just limit it to a certain section of the country like yeah i was gonna say like if i buy a ticket for the london show uh anyone in the world yeah anyone in the world could go and watch that show because also i mean so it's a cool idea yeah i think it's great i'm just wondering like financially like if i buy a ticket in from the the at the canadian price because of the exchange rate would it have been cheaper for me to just watch the london one because of the exchange rate and at that point i I bet if you want to manipulate it you could do that because what they did say during the show is they're like oh just so you know like even though it's like it was like an hour and 10 minute show or whatever yeah they're like all the ticket bars, you have 24 hours to watch it. Oh, okay. So, like, I have a friend, he's like, I'm gonna, I think it's the Stockholm one that he really wants to play because that's like their biggest place of yeah. like fame, let's say. He's like, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I might not watch it per se live at the Stockholm yeah. time. I'll just like watch it within the 24 hours. But it was really sick. It was a really cool concept. And the only thing that would be like, not necessarily a complaint, but like I found funny, I guess, is that people are calling in. Like, so when they get through, they're just freaking out on the phone that they're talking to the, the guy. And he's yeah, like, that's fair. He's trying to get them to like make a song request. Yeah. And like one time he's like, so you want to play this song? And they're like, what? He's like, cool, we're going to play this song. And he's like, this hands up. <laughs> they waited like two minutes. So like one time, legit, the girls called. They were freaking out. They're like, and then he's like, wait, what are you trying to say? And then legit, they're like, wait, we're going to give it to somebody else to speak to. And then like straight up Spanish. And he's like, Oh, okay. Uh, Habla, like he was trying with what I, I'm assuming he was a little bit. He's like, he's trying to communicate with them. He's like, all right, we're just gonna. And that was fun. Clickety clack clack. That's hilarious. And like, if you, and the guy himself, like the the main, um, the, the lead singer. Have you ever seen like shows with him? Like example, like I remember one time seeing. He has like a personality and like. One time, he's like very obnoxious character for the live band. You know what I mean? Like he's always been like, like I've seen him once go on much music or uh, no, it was uh, MTV Music Awards once. Yeah. And like halfway through the show, they finished playing. They're like, okay, well, I mean, 
came on to see us, so you could literally turn off the show right now. Oh shit! And the irony is, people actually turned it off. Oh, some people actually only watch it for that, right? So him, he's good. So he's kind of a dick. Okay. No, but for him to be like stuck trying to talk to someone and try not to be rude is one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen in my life. While okay. live performing, yes, yeah, seriously, he's like, you know, it's yeah, that's uh, I mean, interesting. Very, like I said, this is an interesting concept, and it's like the whole Travis Scott on Fortnite one was cool too. Hey, man, um, I still think that someone did it. I think DJ Marshmallow did it before. before yeah, probably. Um, and but, then Lil Nas X did his. On oh yeah, some other platform. Oh okay, okay. I think or might have been Fortnite too. The for- um, Travis Scott's this, this Fortnite like was amazing, though. Yeah, was cool, like man. it was Which I one? the Travis uh, Scott on Fortnite concert that he did in Fortnite where he's uh, he's an avatar of himself performing and then he turns into the size of a skyscraper and then he like his scale his scales change yo he's like yeah. small ones like in large ones like, it was it would be in space yo underwater Dude, it was cool. so it was cool. well done. The mix between the songs was well done. The whole thing was so cool. It was an interesting experience. I really enjoyed it. Like, there's, you know, a whole bunch of different people posted it, and I watched it, and I was just like, wow, this is like, if you were going to do concerts, if you were going to try and find a cool way to do concerts, I got to give it to you. This was a fun, cool way to go to a concert. Yeah, it is. Speaking yeah. of which, we're doing, I'm co producing a comedy show oh, with yeah. an avatar as well, like this Friday. 9 p.m. I'll send you guys the link, and I'm doing it with Rodney Ramsey. So he has the whole VR gear. It's pretty cool. Oh, dope! His avatar looks just like him. That's awesome. Um, and uh, a lot. I mean, yours does it. Sorry. <laughs> so does that mean yours does it? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have an avatar. So basically, uh, the comedians are gonna come out like it's gonna be like Zoom, but it's gonna be a cool show. We're gonna have a DJ and everything. So. We're trying to make it interactive. Uh, it's pay what you can. And cool. it's like, it's fine if you don't, you know, it's just like to support the artists and uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll send you guys that link um, as well. But do, do you have it now? We, we, can do thing. On, uh, we can post it on here. I was going to say, yeah, we can post oh, it. Yeah. So type it to yeah, us uh, it right in now. the private chat and then we'll add it on. Um, Perfect. In the meantime, we're going to get to, you know, you guys know the deal. Geek news and rumors. So wild, wild world out there. Uh, I saw that. I saw uh, Dave. You posted these uh, news pieces, right? Most of them. I posted a few too. Okay, I, I know. I saw this earlier today. Only four movies promoted during last year's Super Bowl have actually been released, and I thought that was yeah, very interesting. Of, Only what four. Are the rest? Uh, I think there was like eighteen. Yeah, dude. Like, think of 18. all. Yeah, yeah. Think of uh, all the movies that they promoted to come out in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, and essentially none of them came. Sorry, Mulan and Is Sonic. Someone listening to the podcast in the background. Uh no, I don't think so. Sorry, I just uh, heard double. Sorry about that. Um, Mulan, Sonic the Hedgehog, are two of them. I don't remember what the other one, the other two were. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out. But uh, okay. I, I mean, we're talking about a lot of movies that True. just did not get released, and it's kind of crazy. And uh, I gotta ask you guys, James okay. Bond, right? James Bond. It was invi- it was Invisible Man, Mulan, Sonic the Hedgehog, and, and a SpongeBob movie that came out. Oh god, Those are the only ones we got. 
that's all we got. <laughs> and also, some people would say that like Mulan didn't get it, really get the theatrical release it was expecting. So the only one that got a theatrical release was what Sonic the Hedgehog, Invisible Man, Sonic the Hedgehog, and I think the SpongeBob actually got theatrical release. Mulan technically got a theatrical yeah, release, I so. but I mean, the Disney release was. Oh yeah, I see it now. Uh, no Time to Die, Top Gun, Black Widow. Fast Nine or F Nine, sorry, not yeah. Fast Nine. F Nine, so stupid. Uh, Minions, <laughs> a Quiet Place Part Two. I know, and that got pushed back again. By the way, <laughs> a Quiet Place Part Two got pushed back again for anyone who's been paying attention. Yeah, really sad. I was looking forward to it. I was hoping and now we're gonna get freaking Godzilla versus Kong first. Yeah, like, I on. don't want. Uh, yo, movie looks crap. can we talk about that real quick? Super quick. For sure. <laughs> but shit on it. Did, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys see the trailer? Because I watched that trailer and I was just like, who wants this? I do not want King Kong so versus God. Like, yo, I uh, honestly. Point. Yeah. It looked one cutscene looked cool. <laughs> Please tell me which one. There's one that I saw that like Kong has like some type of, I'm assuming large tree. No, and he has he an like, axe. He has an axe. But he like shoots back his like laser into his mouth. Yeah. That looks cool. Yeah. So they're also I, I telling think it's us part story. of the movie. <laughs> they're telling us the story of Kong being part of an ancient civilization that used to use tools and were pretty advanced in some way. Yeah. And 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 dude, it it who right, who watches this? Yeah. What what is the point? The only <laughs> reason this movie is being made is for people who like blow them up movies with huge monsters. And don't get me that's wrong, it. that's a very big part of the of the uh, of the population. Uh, I think we had that other movie that just came out with Homegirl from the uh, Resident Evil movies. She did some uh, Monster uh, Hunter, yeah, Monster mm-hmm. Hunter film, which was similarly, you know, people versus big monsters. And I'm yeah, like, you're right. They like, keep making like rampage yeah, with the rock. Exactly. I get I get Were that. Other people... movies good? Were the other movies that oh, built up to no. this movie? Well, good? okay, I, I watched that. Yeah, I didn't no. like the I didn't like you the Godzilla the film. God, the Godzilla was pretty okay. The one that the, one, the first one with uh Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay. Kick-Kat, the guy in Kick from Kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah, and Brian Cranston. Yeah, I don't know. I can't get into those movies. With Brian Cranston. Okay. But that yeah. one had actual decent actors. That's why it was Yeah. Good. And then the <laughs> second... You had Skull Island. I don't... Yeah, I didn't see Skull Island. No, I was trying. And then the Tom Hiddleston was... was, was and then the second bad. Godzilla movie that just came out... Not just came out, but the one with Millie Bobby Brown. Ooh-ooh. Yeah, that one sucked. It looks like they're setting her up to continue taking on the franchise. Yeah. Honestly, wow. I watched the trailer, and when she came on, I was just like, I have I have even less interest now. No offense to her. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to her. I know. I just, I it's just that I don't... like. Now you want me to get involved with a 14-year-old? No, thank you. But like... Oh, in, no, in, in, like she did such a good job in Enola Holmes homes that i was just like yes do this this whole action movie star thing where she plays the the kid who understands more than the adults it seems i'm not and like your your mom's a villain like what i i was like watching the movie the whole time and i was just like i don't want this movie stop it and then thanks for ruining it yeah well i mean you know who else ruined it obviously kong and godzilla are gonna team up Against another yeah. villain, it's not against yeah. The ro- against the robot Godzilla, no. Mecha Godzilla, yeah. Which oh is, God, again, even stupider. Wouldn't that anyway. be us or is Mecha Godzilla from another planet? I forget. 
No, it's I a, don't know. In one, in one of the in the trailer, if you pause it just right, there's like a schema of the the okay. robot Godzilla in the background of one of the scenes. Oh, okay. It's stupid. Let's move on. All right, uh, uh, <laughs> moving on. NBC Universal Peacock. NBC Universal's Peacock pins the WWE Network exclusive U.S. streaming rights. Um, yeah, I have to say it right. Pins. Pin. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that's Dave's title, or <laughs> no, that's that's the title. That's of the the title of the article. Oh God, Variety! Me, Shame on you. How, how, how as a journalist are you not going to take the time to write that? Even when I read it, I laughing. I'm like, you're such a nerd. Like that's what uh, that that title weird. is just for the nerds. Like that title yeah. is <laughs> everyday people did not understand. Like they're just like pins. Okay. Like they're picturing someone yeah. like pinning something to a board, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Todd, it was written by Todd Spangler. He like <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who this dude is, but that was awesome. Um, yeah, man. I mean, this seems like a huge move for Peacock. I mean, if you're like, and like, you know what's funny about everything that's going on with the streaming war in the states. HBO Max yeah. is swinging deck all over the fucking place saying like, look at us. We're going to have all the movies you guys want to see this year. We got this. Netflix is just like, hey, we're coming along swinging. Also, we're like, listen, bitches, we got 52 movies in 52 weeks. Who who, who going to beat us? But it's like, who's Where and who are who, like, how are they filming this? And is the quality? Oh, they're still do? filming. Yeah, they're still making yeah. stuff. They've been filming. Yeah, they've been filming. Everyone just gets tested every yes. every every day. day. Oh no, uh, Bobby Lee it's on his day. podcast. Yeah, on his podcast was saying I got tested even on the days I'm not shooting for Magnum. I got tested, and I was just like, wow. "Shit, man, that's, that's why crazy." You saw Tom Cruise freak out on people yep. when they were breaking protocol. That okay, but that was like apparently teeth. that was like a fake freak out. Like that was staged where he just like. Uh, apparently it's some, some sort of Scientology thing. I don't know. I, I, right. you know what? I tend to believe either it. way. I, believe you. I yeah. just don't like, there's something, you I know what? You if it's a Scientology you know, what's yeah. funny. You said it was fake. And I was just like, I don't care. Like either way, not, not, <laughs> not, not, not that what you're saying isn't important, but in my head, I was just like fake or real. It's still hilarious. Like it's Tom. Hilarious. Cruise, yeah. And it, was, and it was valid. Yes. It was, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, he has yeah. every right to yell at the person. Oh my God. Yeah. Like when he starts, hey, you know what? I want to address this. Jay Grizz, you're right. <laughs> I do. I do know a lot. So Jay Grant says Toby knows a lot about a shitty movie because he recommended me a movie that I trashed on because it was a trash movie. And he even said it himself. Like, so I will say this: even if I think it's shitty, I might still watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I think oh, I it's going to be shitty. And if it is shitty, I'll come back it's on here, same movie. bad time, same bad channel. Is it just how shitty? Exactly. That's part of the movie experience to watch it and make your like feel better about yourself. Be like, yeah. shit. But at the same time, and this is why, one of the main reasons why maybe it's not really taking off in my comedy career. <laughs> I got into it because I'm like, you know what? I don't want a real job. And there's so much horribleness online and horribleness like <laughs> on the big screen. Like if they can do it, I can do it. <laughs> but then I was like, I never committed to like putting on a really shitty like yeah. movie. But it's true. But it's still a lot of time and work. And you're like, this is. is this is what you want to say with your life. This, this is you went into the arts to talk about Godzilla versus yeah. You know what's King funny? Kong. You 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 say that, and it's hilarious because uh, uh, there is definitely someone somewhere 100%. who who when they were younger said one day. 
I'm going to get into Hollywood and make Godzilla versus King Kong. You watch. And the fact that maybe that person didn't work on this movie, but the fact that someone had that idea and it's happening, yeah. they probably feel so vindicated right now. They're just like, I might not have made it, but by God, I thought of <laughs> it. And it's yeah, it's just like, okay, buddy. Like, I, mean, <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. But all this but you know is what? Say- You're right. You should commit. Because there are some people out there who you could tell they, they're just playing a character, but people really think it's real and they're just keep coming back to your channel yeah. to watch you be an idiot and, and you're just keep counting the money. <laughs> and yeah, and Patreon, ne- let's do this. And yeah. Netflix is doubling down because like the next thing we have here, yeah. Netflix and Legendary to expand on Skull Island and Tomb Raider universes. So Netflix Amen. Netflix is just like, oh, you guys like this King Kong silliness? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, here's here's a show. There well, you I mean, go. Yeah, these are crashing in uh, at the right time because they. Oh, for sure. I mean, it, they're doing it for Skull Island and Tomb Raider, and Tomb Raider's in. I think now they're they're working on the second film. So. The funny part is this and has they, nothing to do with the film. This is a continuation of the video game. It's gonna be oh, after. It's gonna be yeah. set after the last video game. Sorry, Toby, you were about to say. Oh, great. yeah, and they're gonna be anime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's silver, but word of mouth though. Like, you, if if I'm gonna watch, the, like. Example, us as nerds, like I watch Batman, but then when something there's a, a tangent off of a Batman, like example, yeah, uh, yeah, you're, you're the dragon, the enter the dragon, soul of the dragon, soul of the dragon, soul of the dragon, like it's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like they're basically doing that. They're like, oh, they're making this movie cool. I'm gonna make this at the same time because just by the interest of you watching that, if that movie does good, maybe you'll watch what I'm watching, what I made. So. Quick question to everybody: Why the hell do they keep making animes? Like, why don't they just make animated? And well, no, I, it's just why is Netflix going to make a because like Skull Island and Tomb Raider are not classic anime based stories. So why are they oh. just not making animated features or animated series instead of the going for is, an anime it's st- the style? It's the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering but why they they're focusing on that style so they, much. The style and the action. It, it, yeah, I, you know what? I agree. I agree with diversity them. and representation. <laughs> okay. was, you know what? This actually it. brings up a weird little like paradigm in my mind just now. Yeah. So it is they can create their own style based off of anime and yes. change it to a different name. Yes. But you kind of run into that appropriation angle if you don't sure. say it's anime or anime inspired. True. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I appreciate anime style. Same, like it's a, same. It's a style. Yeah, right? I, and I'm not mad at it. I was just wondering why Netflix is every show that Netflix... Castlevania, anime, um, these, anime, something else, anime. Every version of the thing they're doing yeah. is anime or CG. Like, they keep yeah. doing the uh, uh, CG well, anime. Anything, I, I mean, someone has to innovate and create something else. But yeah. I, I think their purpose is, is literally honing in on a niche because, like, when Netflix, is it I remember, niche, especially the, the US version, when Netflix first came out, they're the ones who had like all the random anime shows, mm. which maybe lost some license to now. And now they're like, well, we have this following. We could keep this following if like, let's say uh, there's not something, not something big coming out of like, let's say traditional anime style, such as like, I don't know, Berserk or... Um... Anime's made a big resurgence in the past, like, five years, Oh, too. homie, yeah. don't get me wrong. They're producing all these shonens in a way that, like... There's definitely making stuff that, if you've never watched anime, if you watch these shows, like, My Hero yeah, Academia... My Hero Academia, yeah. I know if any of you watched it, you'd be like, I, why wasn't I watching this? It's literally yeah. a show based in a world where 80% of the people have superpowers, 
And it's about superpower. Really? It's like superhero high school. It's like, why yeah. did, have I not been watching this? The other anime that I've been watching recently that I'm finishing <clears throat> off, Fire Force. Fire Force is another one where they mix um, religion with uh, like the fire department because the people are spontaneously combusting and the spontaneous combustion uh, people are like uh, 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 powered by like a demon. So before the firefighters kill them, they say a prayer. Like it's weird stuff, but it's such an interesting <laughs> show. Sounds kind of cool, though. Oh my god, dude! That's kind of cool. It's super cool. Like cool. Yo, dude, I'm I, telling I was you. Watch my hero, but I was I was watching all of Dragon Ball Super at the time when you were watching my hero. So. Dude, watch. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. All of these shows, it that, and I get what you were saying about like, and what Dave was saying about like, Netflix sees the, the importance of anime. They see the glow up. You know, Sony didn't. Uh, who who just bought something and tried to sell it to someone else for some billion dollars? Someone was trying to sell. Um, hold on. Someone Sony is trying to sell something to somebody. Sony's selling. Uh, cra uh what's what's the super popular one? Uh, cra Crunchyroll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah someone's yeah. trying to sell Crunchyroll for AT&T selling Crunchyroll uh, to Sony's Funimation for $1.175 billion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anime's big. I just find it funny that Netflix is choosing to do like while all the other companies are doing original <laughs> animes. Netflix is just like, hey, did you hear about this King Kong movie? Let's make an anime about the island. <laughs> like that's the part I find it funny. Was, was, was the, the was the Wolverine was the money? Say what? The laziest path to making money. You're right. True. I can't hate on that. The Imitation. the, the yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. The Wolverine oh. one. Uh, it was not an original Netflix series. They bought it from someone. It was, but 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 it's uh, was it American based anime or Japanese? Ooh, that I don't know. That I couldn't. It was tell. good too. I like. Oh, but which which Wolverine anime? There's a Wolverine anime on the Netflix. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. there is. I can't uh, remember the, the name of it now, but. Yeah. But is is it a, is it is it the one that has like six seven episodes or just one one movie? Oh, it's a oh, series. It's a, it's a show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, HBO Max promos has new Dune Mortal Kombat footage. Uh, I mean, this is one of those things where like that trailer that they released where they show us little glimpses. I, I'm not mad. So stupid. Yeah. I'm not the same day trailer. Wait, wait, hold on. Sorry. Yeah. Are they releasing everything on the same day? As the whole yes. Thing? But they're being sued or sorry, they're not being sued, but they're in negotiations with legendary because legendary didn't give them the go ahead for Dune. And, uh, so, okay. This is what I'm hearing on the streets, the skull Island and, uh, the, the Kong versus Godzilla was allowed to go forward with the HBO max release specifically be so that legendary could have leverage to negotiate for Dune because they don't want to release Dune on HBO max. So if they give them something, they might be able to get something. I understand why legendary doesn't want to do this. I think HBO max and Warner brother, like, so a much, I'll do this super fast. You guys know the story between Bones and Fox? No. Okay. The series Bone was produced by uh, like a Fox affiliate, like a, a 20th Century Fox or whatever. They sold Fox, who was running the show, sold the streaming rights to the show, essentially to themselves. 
Like they sold it to one of the companies okay, that yeah. they had an investment in. So when the actors from Bones got their payout for the sale of the for the streaming rights, they didn't get a lot of money. Why? Because when Fox is selling to Fox, Fox is not going to sell it for some big amount. They're going to save money and make deals. So it's the same thing. A lot of people are upset that Warner Brother is is putting all these movies out on HBO Max because if you stream them on HBO Max, you're putting them on your the platform. Yeah, you're not the other. Everyone's not getting a big, uh, as big a cut as they could get if this was sold to like Netflix, like they did for what was the movie that Netflix during the Super Bowl they ran an ad and said, uh, "Oh, uh, Cloverdale, the third one, the one that's like set in space or something." Yeah, Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah. They ran an ad for it during the Super Bowl. Said after the Super Bowl, watch the movie. Everyone watched the damn movie because it's just like, oh, I'm finished watching the Super Bowl. And it was so trash. It's so crazy though, sure. but it's like, but it made money. Netflix really have that much money? Like, yeah, they paid. Yeah. Netflix they paid sixty million dollars for the movie, and then some other crazy amount of money for the to to for the ad. But everyone watched the movie. Like, they made so much money. Like, people That's just crazy. subscribe to watch the movie. So I I understand why. Wow. Like doing stuff like that makes sense. Yeah. It makes the money. This, yeah, I just, I feel like having them same day is pretty overwhelming. It's a cool concept. Well, the, first to do it, I guess, but it's just like. I mean, the, the same day is only that it's not going to be in theaters. It's not going to be like, they're, they're not yeah. all like, they're just, we're not going to the theaters anyways. Like, I don't know about you. Yeah. Like, you. That's not happening for like another year. Like, Toby, you went to see Tenant, but the numbers were down. You wouldn't go to see Tenant right now. No, probably no. not. Exactly. No, but if in the summer, the pe- by the way, uh, can we just mention how it's 8 p.m. curfew time and Dave is gone? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> where the hell did you go, Dave? Right on cue. You forgot to take his cat for a a moment. Do not be seen for a second. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you left. I was I'm like, worried about oh, what? you missed curfew everywhere. I got a lot of hints from the people who are usually on the show. <laughs> You went to find the leash for this cat yeah, for that. One. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> Wait, did they say you could walk cats? Did that... I'm allowed out after eight. Come on. <laughs> you can walk your pet. They never. Did they specify which pet? No, they said dog. They, they said dog only. I would go no, for that. Sure. Sure. I would go for that. I would like walk a cat. I said you go walk your bird. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Walk whatever it allows you to walk. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my God. No, it's bad. But um. What was I going to say? I forgot. I had a point about the movies. Yeah, I mean, this summer, if the if if this summer ends up being like last summer, you know, I'd still be down to go watch movies and stuff. But like, they still lose a crazy load of money. Like, I just yeah. go watch it for my own selfish purposes. Makes me feel like I got the theater to myself. And I like that experience. But as a company, like the main distributor, unless we do what... All us traders are doing with GameStop. GameStop, we go into AMC, we pump them up. Hey, yo, they man, just made their money. Now they can have movies. They can play random movies for one person, no problem. It's kind of crazy to me that that AMC is one of the other stocks that people are playing with because AMC is legit out here making interesting deals and trying to save themselves. And I'm shocked that AMC was one of the stocks that people decided like, you know what, let's let's play along with this. I was just like, oh, damn. okay. My theory with that is that the hedge funds are now trying to push people to buy gate like AMC or push them to buy Tootsie Roll to get them to take their money out 
of GameStop and start going and trickling into other companies. Mm. <laughs> I don't trust these motherfuckers. I just don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm swearing. But like, it's not going to work. They paused right now. Wall Street bets. Apparently they put it private because they're investigating some hate speech on the board. It's like the yeah. timing is a little too convenient. It's been, you know, this board's been going on for eight years. Yeah. And then they wrote as a disclaimer, they're like, this is not about any fraudulent finance activities. Like, first of all, why did you put the word fraud there? Like, yeah. there's nothing fraudulent going on. To them, it I is. Digress. <laughs> to them, it is. <laughs> yeah, you take the millions of dollars from them and their mind. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, Real quick, yeah. we're just going to let all Mike right. know. Mike, we're going to talk about this next week. We actually had it on the docket, but we're going to talk about it next week when we all finish it. Uh, so definitely, if you guys want to tune in next week to Geektastic Cypher, we'll be talking about Fate, the Winx saga on Netflix based AKA on the original. Avatar, the last airbender. Oh, sorry. Yes, uh, yes, very much so. Uh, it's like you cancel Sabrina uh, just so that you could have uh, five other magical Anyways, whole other. We'll talk about it. We have we have comments. We have comments. Uh, but yeah, so if you guys want to uh, make sure you check that out before you tune into Geektastic Cypher next week, because we're definitely going to be talking about uh, Fate, the Wing Saga. Uh, a little bit less, uh, a few more things we have on the docket. Superman and Lois trailer came out super quick. Did you guys like it? Yeah, me neither. Oh, wow. All right, good. It definitely looked like Man of Steel. It's the same aesthetics as Man yeah. of Steel. They should just. It's a Man of Steel story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, and I'm also tired of this whole damn uh, CW ver. I don't want it anymore. It's trash. Yeah. Toss the whole thing out. Yeah. Start from scratch. Yeah, give it all to HBO Max. Did fire Berlanti? No, no, they're never going to. He's 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 doing too much for them, and he's the producer on literally everything. Like there are he's shows doing too much, dude. There are <laughs> like, shows I'm when watching. You have your hands on so many things. How are they all supposed to be good? Thank you, thank you. Anyways, well, uh, Netflix Marvel characters getting new life. Uh, I don't know about these rumors. I feel like we've talked about it every week, but I know people are really excited about the potential of Charlie Cox showing up in the Spider-Man movie. I think if he does, it's going to be a cameo at best. I don't think they're going to be using it as a jumping board for him to have his own series again. I, I know yeah. people are really excited about the potential. I think they have, I think Dis Disney and, and Marvel have so much coming that I don't know if they have room for those guys. Like, you have a Hawkeye series, you have Falcon and Winter Soldier, you have WandaVision, you have all those movies. I don't know if they're going to have time to bring back those Netflix characters because they're also not a priority in this universe. Like They have so many other things that they've been planning for for the last few years. Those characters have always been secondary background characters over at Netflix. Like, But we've also thought we've known what they've wanted to do and they've always surprised us in many ways. So it's very possible. Very so. possible. I, I'll say that. I, I right, that's, the whole, that's the whole thing. They have us by they have us. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're talking to Feige, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I mean, no one's that's talking to Feige. True. Yeah, we have no. Speak very much. Yeah, exactly. And when he speaks, he barely yeah. says anything. That's the other thing that drives me crazy about him. He's the man. <laughs> the man talks in fucking codes and cloaks. Like he might as well be wearing wearing a hood and talk like Palpatine the way he is with this fucking in the this Marvel. Um, uh, rumors: Spidey fighting aliens. Uh, so our girls and Daya, when she was doing her uh, uh, her variety sit down, sorry, 
Is it a press run she was doing? No, they, they, Variety does this thing where they get actors to talk with actors. Uh, Pete uh, Davidson did one with Glenn Close that people are like freaking out over. But she did one no with... No way. That's pretty hilarious. Yeah, right? Uh, she did one with Carrie Mulligan, who's from Promising Young Woman, who just she just did that mm. film. And supposedly in it, Zendaya slips that... Well, she doesn't slip, but she says, you're on a green screen running from aliens. And everyone's just like, oh my God, Spidey has aliens. So, I mean... I don't so know. She's she might have alluded to the fact yes. that in Spider Man three they'll be fighting him. Yes. Which uh, yeah. Makes sense. Venom. Considering I mean, just saying like aliens, like you know, something's foreign. It's, it's well that's alien. that's what that's what a lot of people are saying. I what Miriam's saying, it's like she was just using it as an example. But you the nerds too much credit. The nerds that sounds like a slip to me. Uh I see Toby's one of the nerds. Have said that, she wouldn't have said that if that's what was happening at Homecoming. I, you, far from home. You know what I'll say to this though? They wouldn't have released it if she was spilling a spoiler. Because there's no way Disney lets you drop That's a good point. Cuz this thing this wasn't a live if she stream. Really did mess up, they wouldn't have released it. But yeah, but you're right. If there's a whole multiverse thing, chances are aliens will factor yeah. in some way with Doctor Strange if he's involved. Exactly. Then, yeah. So okay. Yeah, but it could be anyone. They're all aliens technically. Because there's no, they're not. <laughs> I like I like how Miriam's trying to nerd out. It's just like no, Miriam, they're not, they're not actually all in. I get kicked out, and never ever show up my face. Like I feel like no, no. I feel like again. almost none of them are aliens. Like even the ones that are, are are aliens turn out to not like Carol Danvers. They're like human in some way. Yeah, exactly. You find out yeah. Star Lord. Well, actually, of none of them are aliens. Uh, oh God. Gamora uh, is an alien. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you have the Guardians. There's a blend in Spider-Man, though. Like, oh, oh, no, okay, that's no. fair. That's fair. Yeah. In his world, no, well, no, no. Yeah. In his world, there are aliens, but he yeah. doesn't like Venom. Venom never really fight them. Yeah, Ven is Venom really an alien. Yeah, it's a, it's a sim symbiote from symbiote. <laughs> We're not talking about this. No, no, poor Jenny Slate. Um, not about this. Suicide Squad, super silly and heavily R-rated. Killerman did. Uh, That's all I wanted. You're still doing Suicide Squads, like yeah, they, it's, they it's, haven't got their butt hurt like you said enough times. You said it, not me. Uh, I didn't <laughs> touch it. Really, I didn't touch really it. Really is excited for rated R movies. And it's taking what we say. I know. I, I love it's that. Really not looking for the audience. They're not going to look at us. Topic. Like, I can tell what direction they're going in based on that last interaction we saw in that same day trailer. With yeah. Keith Baker and, and, and what's his name? And uh, Bloodsport. Where yeah. He's like the whole dopest fuck line. Yeah. Like, all right. I get it. Do you know what's you funny, guys though? Are trying to be cool again. I find it funny <laughs> that, that I find it funny that people say to be true to the comic, you have to be rated R. But it, even in the comic book, the comic book itself is not rated R. It's. The comic books aren't allowed to have swearing. There's so many things the comic books don't do that the movies are going to do that they would they need rated R to do. That if they did the if they did the movies closer to the comic book, they actually wouldn't be rated R. They'd be yeah, PG what's sixteen. When they swear in the comic books, there's like the hashtags and the weird symbols. Like, yeah, but just they don't that even, over people's mouths. But, but think about it: when you read a comic book, how often and be honest, do you see them do that? In a full comic and book issue. I don't think graphic. Yeah, no. One like, comic book issue, how many often, times? I see it often in Suicide Squad. Every page? Not every page, Exactly. every comic. Yeah. If you, sure, every comic, but uh, the, the movie is what? It's one arc of six issues that they're trying to tackle? Yeah. You're going to have people swearing once per issue, so you have 
let's say you have a few interactions where they swear a little bit. Overall, in six issues, they're not really running around swearing. They're mostly just fighting or doing something crazy. But there's not all that much swearing in the comic books. The writers don't do it because they don't want to constantly be writing that thing. They find ways around it. So I always find it funny when they're just like, yeah, man, if we're going to stay true to the comics, we got to be rated R. It's like, you actually don't. You're you're actually going much further than what the comic books themselves do. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, again, just use a rated R for the violence and tell yeah. the story, and I'm okay. I don't care about the swearing. I could care less. That yeah. doesn't really is not. That's not what I'm going to watch a movie for. Yeah, I, I just excited for this because it's going to be like a typical '80s '90s action type movie, and I'm time to see that. Listen, there's always that three percent of me that really hopes these DC movies do well, but yeah. At the end of the day, but they won't. We're at the last three. Marvel's I'm being, like, I'm being generous break. these days with those, with, with those kinds of percentages. They've just let me down too much. It's they, they're lucky. I still have faith in some way. Um, I don't. And then one last thing, I'm going to sign off with because it happened literally right before we started the show. Uh, Cloris Leachman passed away. Uh, we just, I just 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 found out before i came in to start the podcast um if you guys don't know loris uh cloris leachman i apologize uh actress comedian um seven decades in the industry uh she's done my god i can't i'm trying to find the list because i know she's done so many movies and so many films um she was on raising hope as a crazy grandmother that's where i first not first but where i most deeply got introduced to her if i'm not mistaken she's on wonder woman uh i'm gonna try and wonder woman i i'm pretty sure she was on wonder woman Ah, I can't find it, but I feel like she did. She was the mother on Wonder Woman in one of the episodes. Was it was it natural cause? I would say kind of like with the recent passings, like Larry King, like all these older. Sort of yeah. Like oh, that's true. Yo, uh, rest in peace to Larry King too, because we haven't done the show. Did we? Yeah. No, yeah. and and Hank no, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, Hank Aaron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, yeah, this is this is an unfortunate way to start the yeah, year. Yeah, okay, so she starred as Queen Hippolyta in Wonder Woman in 1975. Uh, that, so that's that. That's definitely the big geek connection for me because I remember watching Wonder Woman uh, when it was first on DC Universe when I, I signed on for a month just to test it out. And I watched, funny enough, the one episode that she was in. And I was just like, oh, crazy, that's that's Cloris Leachman. Like, that was insane. Um, so She's actually Granny Goodness in uh, Justice League action. Yeah, she's done a few things for all the the geek stuff. So yeah, she's ever like shows does like uh, cameos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, also not really geek related, but did you guys hear the news from Comedy Central where for diversity they were pulling in like all these like uh, they put in like one black person in a meeting and the person like that person would be like I don't know why I'm in that meeting but just to show diversity. Uh, I oh mean, my God, no, they're they're not the only did you ones. Hear that, Matt? They all do that. No. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's well, that's the sad part. Called out big time. Crazy. They got called out for doing it. Yeah. Oh. Wait, I'll, I'll find the article. I'm weirdly enough, I'm not shocked that they do that. Um, and I, I feel well, like I'm not shocked, but like, I feel they got called out like that. I feel like I'd be weirdly insulted uh, if they weren't trying I'm to be fake. It didn't happen. Say what? Yeah, I'm surprised that didn't happen sooner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like them being called out. Yeah. 
like, that's nuts because you know what you're going there for, right? At that point, like who who are the people calling them out? Yeah, like who? How, how did they get? It's internal. Oh, it's, it's huh? so someone yeah. internally huh. called them out for it. Oh, that's wild. Okay, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, black, uh, black Comedy Central employees say they were tokenized and treated differently. Yes, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, we, yeah Toby I, and I, I both said it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're working at Comedy Central, uh, you don't say. <laughs> Didn't what? Yeah, what, yes. what network was it that Di Chappelle show was on? Yeah, that one. Um, okay. Central. Yeah, I Sam, feel like Sam were Key and Peele. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly did, where he got material from. So, so <laughs> Dave you know I mean? like, Chappelle said it. Key and Peele have said it. Haven't they all said it's a room full of f rooms full of white people at Comedy Central? I feel like they've made that point repeatedly. I know, but it's yeah. been like ten years. Like, get your shit together. No, <laughs> Comedy Central is a subsidiary of Viacom CBS. Viacom CBS is run by, well, he passed away, but they're just rich old white money. That's what it oh. is. Rich yeah. old white money. That's the, like CBS. Uh, what's his name? Just passed away. I think I mentioned it when he did, and I, I apologies that I don't remember him. But hey, he's also a multi-billionaire and left a huge fortune to his family. So I don't think he's going to give. No, 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 not Turner. Uh, I don't think he's going to care too much that I don't remember him. But they're owned by. Um, do, 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 the conglomerate Munez? no he was the what? guy that worked for them uh they're owned by national amusement and uh the so red the, redstone, the redstone family. yeah so the redstone family and national amusement which is redstones funny enough it, it like they're just old rich white money and they yeah. own C viacom cbs uh, and then they turned around and they have all these subsidiaries that all these different media companies and they put in people that are also old, rich, white money. And that's why it's funny whenever I watch a CBS show. Like, if you watch a CBS sitcom, even the best CBS sitcoms are just trying so hard to be diverse and yeah, just missing. So the only one that I watch that feels... It's not that it feels diverse, but it it's just about a. It's not trying to be diverse. It's just about a black person. Is Bob Hart's Abishola, and the only one oh that one, gosh. the only reason that one doesn't feel fake is because it's about a black woman. It's not like you, she's Nigerian, and this is a story of yeah. her as a Nigerian living in America. Like I was thoroughly surprised when I saw trailers for that show. I was it, like, oh really? It's a good show. I watch it. Yeah. It's one of the few sitcoms that I watch regularly Be because I'm just like well, funny. Funny. You say you said she's Nigerian and my mom like watches that show and she rarely watches dude, like, yeah. sitcoms and stuff. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. Representation, I mean, baby. Representation. Like we said, it all, it all comes back to representation. How do you get all that Nigerian money, baby? Put them on the TV. <laughs> That's, That's right. what it is. Dude, they have so much stuff. Like, I want to know what Fufu is. Like, I'm like watching this show and I'm just like, hey. Listen, I, once this pandemic is over, just make a list of the foods that you want to eat from dude, here and I have my mom make it. I want to know what Chin Chin is. I want to know what oh, Fufu is. Bro. That's like this crap. Oh, bro. Come on. Homie, they talk about this food all the time <laughs> yeah. on the show. And Niger I'm like, Nigerian food. Yo, it sounds I amazing. Stop eating it because it's so good and it's like, you'll get. You'll Dude, get fat eating that. I want to. <laughs> I'm. I am ready it's to get food. Nigerian fat. Let's do this because <laughs> let's do it. Every single one of the things they mention on Bob Hart's Abishola, I'm like, yeah. I want to try that. Is there a Did they talk about meat pies? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they talk about meat pies, but there's one oh, scene where a lawyer, yeah. the lawyer is at the restaurant eating a soup and he's just like, oh, this is a good soup. I ate it yesterday. It cleared me out, but not in a bad way. And I was just like, hot pepper soup. That's yes. That's what he said. Hot pepper Yo. soup. Yo, Yo, see, it's it's the funniest thing is exactly that. It's one of the spiciest mother things you ever like your tongue will hate you. Yeah. But it's so damn delicious. Yo, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, Bob Hart's Abishola. If you guys want to watch That's a sitcom great. just I to make that. a list of food to try, just watch that show. Because every chance you get, you will hear them mention something delicious and you'll be like, maybe wow, I will try it. I'm actually surprised. Honestly, Nigerian food, it's about time. That's yeah, really man. good. I'm down. Uh, guys, that's the whole show. It was, this was a fun and crazy one. Miriam, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Skinny couldn't make it. You were able to jump in. We re- very much appreciate when you're able to do that. Uh, yes, also... Thank you for having me. Uh, oh, of course, of course. Uh, you you want to tell people where they can go. Is it on your socials for the for the, the, the concert, the, the comedy show? Yeah, it's on my socials. I'll put it on tonight. Yeah, it's, it is on my social. I'll put it on again on my socials because okay. I think it was like a story or something. Um, check it out. It's actually going to be a really dope show. Like I, I'm really bad at promoting shows when I know internally it's going to be bad, but this is going to be a good show. <laughs> um, it's going to be a Zoom slash VR. It's like a different style. It's not like just a regular Zoom show. Okay, cool. 9 p.m. Friday. Bring Bomb. your family. All right. That's if you guys are watching this on YouTube right now, the, it is streaming across the bottom of your screen. So just take down that information. If you guys are listening to this, uh, well, the episodes come out on Friday. Uh, so hopefully you guys get to listen to the episode before and uh, are able to click on the link in the description. And uh, what it, do you guys like save these for people to watch later? Is there like some way for them to enjoy it? Or is it just like this is the show and you'll have to jump yeah, in on the next I one? Yeah, it's not currently okay. saved. I think it's just going to be a live show. But so don't I'll miss it, people. Rodney and I'll see. Don't miss yeah, it. Yeah, miss it. Not miss it. There you go. And you know the fact that she's promoting it means it's going to be great. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, normally I, I'm against promoting shows. Oh I'm not God. on it this one. But like I'll be on future shows. That's so funny. That's great. All right, guys, that's it. That's all. Uh, we'll be back next week with another edition. And uh, we're also going to be preparing the Valentine's Day special at some time soon. So if you guys have uh, questions or anything, hit us up on our socials. Ooh, I've, I've missed every single one so far. Well, so you're going to probably I'm going to try to. Make that yeah, I think so. we're going to be I'm trying to figure out what date we'd be doing the, the Valentine's Day one, because uh, uh I what what's the date? It falls on a weekend, right? Yeah, Valentine's falls on the fourteenth. So we either do the tenth or the seventeenth. We either we either we either help people before Valentine's Day, or we we help them live through the or sorrow and sadness we after. Pick up the pieces. After. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do before and then after. Oh God, I don't think the fans will be ready idea. for that, but we'll figure it out. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, the fans have nothing else to do. Oh no, they love us and. <laughs> Yo, I want to give a shout out to Mike K. I want to give a shout out to Lee J. I want to give a shout out to Devin. I want to sh- give a shout out to Jay Grizz. And uh, yeah, you guys. Uh, oh, and uh, Mob's Goodness. Omar, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah shout out to you guys for tuning in. Uh, you guys were, you know, lively in the chat. We appreciate that. You guys at some point weren't even talking to us. You were just talking to each other. That's what we like to see. Uh, we appreciate all you guys tuning in. And if you are listening to this, to the podcast on a Friday or any day after, and you're listening to the audio, don't forget you can always join us live on Wednesdays at 6.30 at youtube.com slash freexagentsmedia. Uh, that's, that's it, guys. That's all. That's the whole show. We out. Peace, everybody. Have a good one, folks. Great.